Hey everyone, welcome Hi. to Dialogue Choices Podcast. We're back. That's back it. Get it again. See you next week. The end. Oh, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> yep. plot twist. Thanks for so We have to talk about in, in fact, the podcast is canceled. We're never coming back. <laughs> uh, G GTA Collective Edition Definitive Bro Pack came out. Apparently, it's not good, according to everyone. <laughs> Granted, there's a lot of like, <laughs> there's a lot of meme posts going around that seem to just be lies, but there's also a lot of genuine shit that's also there. Uh, yeah, some of some of them are lies, but if the you've majority seen the infamous of the... bikini lady that looks like a malformed nightmare, uh, that one's not real. But everything else no. seems to be real. <laughs> it's just a lot. Well, wait, the bikini lady is not real. No, oh. the American bikini no, lady no. is just a uh, is a fake picture. But that same body type shows up if you go and look at the girl who does the cash register. Um, not, not obviously not in bikini, but the same uh, body type where her head's really tiny, but her body's huge. Uh, that shows up in the uh, cash register lady at the at the at the fast food place. So mm -hmm. for those that don't know, uh, they went and they re-released the the PS2 trilogy, I guess you'd call them. PS. Uh, when I heard trilogy was being re-released, I'm like, oh wow, they're gonna finally like re like remaster like GTA one and two. Nope. No, <laughs> uh, no. No. It's a GTA three, Vice City, and uh I almost said New Vegas. <laughs> uh San Andreas. GTA New Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I have still never played San Andreas. I only ever played the first two. I remember for was fun. Yeah. I remember it came out on G on the three the three sixty as a post and I, as a as a post as a port. And for like a bit there, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get around to it one day and finally play it. And then now it's like you fucking see articles about the new trilogy re-release. And it's like, yeah, that there was a port on the 360 like eight years ago. And I'm like, <laughs> stop, stop <laughs> saying how old things are. The stuff that's like yeah. on my, that feels like it's still on my to do list. Like I'll get to it any day. And it's not that it has been out that, that long. And then I find that it's been out for like a decade now. And I can't handle that anymore. GTA the trilogy GTA so basically GTA 3 GTA Vice City and GTA San Andreas those three games released by Rockstar back then are what Rockstar should have kept being because they basically stagnated <laughs> they, they they just they, they just mean, stopped but obviously. if you look at what if you look at what GTA 3 is where there's a silent protagonist it's it's really limited in scope i mean it was super revolutionary for the time uh, just like GTA 1 and 2 were but then they picked up picked that up and made Vice City which is really you know more driven by the storytelling it has a more a much more ambitious sort of 3D exp well the, the exploration is more ambitious the, so the, the world itself it, it, everybody has a, lo a, a lot uh, or I say everybody I mean there's a lot more to do in the world even though it is a relatively small world and then they come up with San Andreas which is just everything turned up to 11 Absolutely, like there's there's so many there's so much evolution in those three games, and then they they stopped. You can get fat with the power. You of can get fat in, in San Andreas, like in Fable One. <laughs> yeah, I oh, know Fable but Two. Actually, they did Fable it. Fable Two is when they added a fat meter, and guess what? Everyone was fat. It was <laughs> It was so badly calibrated that like it was basically impossible not to be fat in Fable Two. <laughs> If you used any consumables, even at the rate of me not wanting to use consumables, yeah, I was just wow, immediately really? overweight. <laughs> You're like, all right, well, I feel like I feel like I'm burning some calories with all the monster slang, but okay. You know, the uh, nope. what I always remember GTA Three as like I, I I played it to some extent at some point. I never beat it because like I would never would beat any of those games. I feel like nobody it's would difficult. ever. I feel like nobody beat those yeah. games. Like you would just like I beat fuck it, around but it's basically. Really difficult. Yeah. 
the only reason to play longer which was, was just to unlock the other islands because you didn't start off off with them but you'd quickly just lose yeah. track of what you were even doing anyway but uh i remember I, I used to be subscribed to game informer back then in fact i used to keep every issue of game informer back then like i had a a cupboard that had like years of game informer magazines because i didn't ha i didn't as a kid i was like and and eventually a teenager i like wasn't processing the idea that like stuff was disposable and you kind of just throw it away because like magazine keeping them like I, I i still kept every shonen jump i had for years like they <laughs> were heavy. funny because that's a lot of shonen jump i like it filled the closet at one point yeah before the the podcast we were talking about me not knowing what it is to throw things away because you move and all that i still have i don't have game informer but i have megascore which was the the portuguese <laughs> hip hip magazine i have those i have like three or four years where i collect i have, I have them in the shelf <laughs> yeah so you're not alone oh no wait you you threw them away so i am alone uh, yeah yeah you're alone Dang. you're forever alone Dang. no one can relate to you you're you're like an alien Nobody. <laughs> damn yeah but uh they they had the uh mpaa i don't know some dude some some organizations top sales rated list or whatever which used to be a thing in video games. You used to be able to look up the top 10 video game sales every month, and it would be reliable information, as opposed to now, where everyone's on a digital storefront and you can't really tell how much anything's selling unless they tell you. And they always use vague, nebulous terms like fastest selling ever, or like, wow, this many current players, however we're defining that. They, they try to find the best number and not like actually be all unified on one thing. But, uh, mm -hmm. uh, like it, it would it would have the top ten and they'd it, and they and the guy would have to write a little blurb about each of the games like and their current standing and how they're falling or 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 rising or like the cultural significance of the game or just kind of just kind of like write a couple sentences and just kind of come up with something to justify his job and uh, this <laughs> fucking GTA three was the number one selling game in the United States for like a year and a half straight. So yeah. every yeah. single month, you'd look at that list, and GTA was the top-selling game again, and the guy was getting increasingly just bored writing about it. Like, you're like, yep, another month, another GTA. Like, like he would literally, <laughs> like, oh, at some point, he would just write almost nothing about the number one spot. Like, he would just write about other things in the other sections, but the uh, the square for the number one spot would be just mostly empty. You're like... Yep, GTA again. <laughs> like, because it just, it, it was the top selling game for so fucking long. Like, there's like, this is just a thing that happens with every media, I guess. Is like, mm -hmm. people just all coagulate around one fucking thing, and that's the only thing that matters. And like, like people like to dis go after Harry Potter of being like, ah, oh, read another book, but like, watch another movie, play another game. Like, it's been an ever-present thing for forever. Is this thing where like, it's like only like a couple media properties per entire medium really matter that year according to like the public, and everyone obsesses over that one thing, and like, just won't spread their wings beyond that point like at all. And you're like, please, please consume other things instead of just the one popular thing. GTA would just it wouldn't go away. It was I obnoxious. I think there's a. At least back in the day, maybe these days it's a little bit different uh, in regards to at least games for, like GTA. But back in the day, well, there might have been a another parallel phenomenon to just people not spraying their wings, which is a lot of people were getting into gaming. And specifically in regards to GTA 3, Vice City and San Andreas, 
like every kid that I knew back then, or not every kid, but I know a lot of kids back then that basically GTA 3 or Vice City or San Andreas were the, the games that they started playing. They were interested in gaming because of those games. Like they bought a graphics card because their computer was crap or they, they got a console or whatever uh, just because of those games. So like I, people would just mention, I remember talking about Vice City with people, random people, just, you know, obviously, you know, school, school people, school friends back in the day and and uh, when it came out uh, GTA 3 came out a little bit earlier than uh than when I actually started talking to a lot of uh a lot of uh school friends uh, about gaming so uh, you know that's that's a little bit different for me but GTA 3 for me was the first time I actually saw the, that sort of when I basically I it, I don't remember what, co what the computer was but it was like a really rubbish computer that just ran whatever 2D games would, would run. And then my, my cousin installed GTA 3 and he's like, oh, look at this, GTA 3. Because I, I, I love GTA 2. I played GTA 2 a lot. And then I, and then the thing would just run like a slideshow. <laughs> it was so slow, but it looked amazing because it was all 3D and the cars and whatnot. And it was like, oh my God. And, you know, I was hooked. Obviously, you know, the I, 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 I branched out. But what I'm trying to say is that there's a lot of people that you know for for which GTA was their first few games maybe their very first one the thing that got them into gaming yeah that makes sense uh, it's kind of like the people who are just like stuck on Ubisoft games uh or Activision games where it's just the it was just the first thing that they ever did and so they're committed to this franchise now for life like they will not let it go because <laughs> it is just yeah they it's their favorite game or so they say but um but yeah, no, I, I get it. I get that. I, it's like a, I, I keep hearing people talk about how like guard, how uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is getting like artificially positive feedback because it's we're in a gaming drought, and I'm like, gaming droughts don't exist. Play more than two games, please, <laughs> dear I mean, Lord. God of War. God of War There's so, so many yet, games. So like, nothing, nothing's come out on the PS4 New since releases. God of War. So it's been kind of rough. Yeah, new uh, releases are are yeah. It's gaming drought as in in regards to new releases for sure. It's no, no. <laughs> there's infinite new releases. There, there are there's, new games these, every these single day. There's sad, actually multiple new games sad, every single day. People that can only process like PlayStation Five disc releases as being the only games that exist. Oh, I see what you mean. It's like swear to God, guys. There's a literally like there's like ten good games every week. <laughs> It's too much. I, I'm so I overwhelmed. And then all the games that you played earlier are getting updated. Like I can't yeah. I can't keep up. It's like fucking Monsters Expedition and Baba is you both got free level packs and I'm like, oh god, or Baba is you is getting one or something. Uh mm -hmm. like I can't help help me. <laughs> <laughs> no, Baba's uh, you is too difficult. You you do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but like you'll never run out of games if you just pay attention to more than one direction of them. There like, are, I mean, there is the limitation of like some people only have a console to go on, so they are hyper limited. Consoles in what have, they have so many non-disc releases though, too. But, like, well, yeah, but consoles also just have like a really, a really hard to uh, engage with indie scene often. So there's so many people be... that have like the mixture of like, there's like Jake from our old group that like only played uh, physical releases. Period. He refused to download anything, and I'm like, what year is this? What are you? What are you doing? 
or like the 1992 uh, that baby. dual sticks host that was like what is steam i'm like you you run a gaming podcast you don't know what fucking steam is steam Swear steam to... is a big platform uh, where you can basically no, never figure was, out what new games are this, out this was years ago it was 2011 but, but it was still a big platform and it was still okay, incredibly unreasonable oh yeah, it absolutely was. was so wildly like i could i was not i couldn't understand what i was dealing with and yeah, it's like someone will be like, this is elitism and not everyone's going to be like, have the time to invest in the hobby as you and whatnot. But like, if you're saying there's a gaming drought, you're saying you want more video game and you're like, but I can't find any video game. And like, there's so much video game, bro. <laughs> Please. <laughs> there is so much video game, but most of them are either free or cost $1.99 and they're all there to scam you and probably yeah. sell you NFTs. But no, let's buy GTA again. <laughs> A game I mean, that well, factually I can prove everyone already owns because it sold so well for so long. But let's yeah, fucking yeah. let's all talk about how disappointed we are in the re-release of it again, as opposed to covering it's, buying anything else. <laughs> I can tell you for a fact that there are two important things here to know. One is that whoever made GTA uh, the the trilogy. Uh, remake trilogy it, definitive edition that's what or yeah definitive edition is what it's called mm -hmm. the definitive yeah. edition whoever made it isn't getting paid well because the metacritic did not do very good so they're not getting their fancy pay so that studio's out of water um <laughs> it currently I'm, I'm has confused a like how rockstar even lets that happen like so it's just a refusal to care that's like no oversight like how did oh, you yeah, not but, look at the thing that has you that is like your brand like how my, did you not take a look at it before you put it out to the public and was like oh no this is embarrassing everything's ruined my favorite my favorite thing so far though is uh not only is the metacritic score 64 which is not great um it's just uh, an hd how do you fix it it's pretty that good bad. No, 64 is 64 is pretty bad because you need to be like you need to be at least above 75. To yeah, be, the only to, good things that have a 64 are really weird horror games. Yeah. Wait. Oh, uh, that's 64, not user bait. I was thinking. User. No, that's critic. That's like actual critic. Now, user oh, score yeah. is 0 0.9, uh, <laughs> and that is 0 0.9, and that's from 15,000 reviews. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going well for them. Not nope. a good idea. Um, it is this it's is funny so though because embarrassing. I would love to see. I would really love to see the the amount of returns or refunds for this game because I feel like it's like a cyberpunk thing where a lot of people own it just for the sake of like God, what a train wreck! I gotta be a part of this. But <laughs> I don't know if people are actually returning cyberpunk. Um, like, I, I, I would return it's... Cyberpunk if I if I played it and had to, I returned and had... it. I returned it the moment I finished playing the game. I was like, I'm done. No, no. Goodbye. What I mean, what like... I mean is like, if I wasn't, I mean, I didn't do a let's play or anything. I don't have Cyberpunk. But if I were just a normal player and would buy it and play for a little bit and be like, oh, this is broken. Okay, whatever. I would return it and then wait on for a sale. Because if you're not gonna play it at release, there's no reason not to return it unless you don't care about the money, obviously. Oh, yeah, I think because no, yeah. games are at least like discounted like forty dollars like two or three months later. Yeah. By mm -hmm. the way, this is a sixty dollar yeah. game. So this is a yep. didn't they brand delist new. the all of the existing listings yes. of those yes. games so you can, to replace so, them with this shittier game? It's like Warcraft Three again. 
Yes, it is. It is exactly like Warcraft three games. So they decided bucks per game, which which would be fine. It'd be reasonable if you gave me trash. If you gave me the the original games that I think are worth twenty dollars right now, this game isn't worth twenty (laughs) dollars. This game is worth a lot less than that. The uh, also it's it's, honestly a weird strategy to release three giant open world games all at once as a trilogy. You think you'd release them like a year apart each? Like who's got what's who's what's this appetite where you desperately need three very similar open world games to play back to back? Like that's just yeah, this smells. The use ca- that use case seems me- poorly defined. This uh, it might be a copyright thing. Like, like they just need to get they, it out, or the yeah, rights just, expire. Oh yeah, yeah it could be sense. something like that. Isn't that the real reason uh, why Rockstar never uh, does anything with the original games? Didn't they actually? Didn't they? Didn't they just buy an already successful property and then make GTA Three? Like how Bethesda yeah. music. did with Fallout uh, so, music situation. Uh, so Grand Theft Auto One and Two weren't made by Rockstar. Yeah, until um, recent, I thought I thought that they was made by like no, they, they were made, made by Rockstar. Rockstar. No, 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 no. That was the uh, original Rockstar. Yeah, but that, but that's not Rockstar now. So yeah, I think yeah, that there's. The yeah. so I heard I think someone there was a right to the thing. idea that Rockstar bought GTA. I'm like, did they do that? I didn't know that. No, no, no. The, they they bought the studio that made GTA, and yeah. they are largely the people that made GTA three. And then you know, it's a company. So they, well, that's what I'm saying. They did like uh, they well they didn't do the. It's like Starcraft. D- it's like Blizzard or what is it? DMA. DM- oh, that's right. They were called something like that. I don't remember exactly. So, but. Uh, so Rockstar, yeah, Rockstar was is technically the developer, uh, but not the publisher. Uh, so they don't own the rights. Uh, DMA design. The, they don't own the right, publishing yeah. rights to Rockstar or to Grand Theft Auto One and Two. They mm. were published by ASC Games, um, but back then they were called uh, yeah DMA. DMA design. Um, yeah. DMA design, and uh yeah so they it's a weird uh it was i mean gta is a game that came out of the wild west of of video games that was the 90s and uh it's i mean i keep i keep talking about the 90s every once in a while because it's just such a brilliant decade for gaming it's a good time games are made faster by fewer people and took more risks and they're just weird i mean they also don't release their best-selling pc game ever lemmings so (laughs) now triple a games are just that's their best selling endlessly uh, disappointing well, i mean the best selling pc game that uh rockstar has ever made is technically lemmings <laughs> oh uh but, but the thing is the 90s uh, yeah. like the small indie games effectively that's that's what these were like you you hear stories about even the big companies that made it big like you know even Blizzard, weird shit like example. intelligent cube and lsd used to have disc releases <laughs> And the you're thing like, is, like, they like, could grow to these? enormous companies. They did grow to enormous companies and get enormous backing. These little indie weird nonsense games like GTA or or um, what was the one that I was thinking of? Or StarCraft, for example. Or uh, in, in the case of StarCraft, it was more on the back of WarCraft, but still. Like, it wasn't... the night. It was just experimentation. I, th- I remember the first time I heard of GTA, it was the original one, and it was... Uh, People were, were like, in this game, you, you run around in cars in a big, big city, which yeah, I was like, as a 10-year-old or whatever, I was like, oh, this is cool. I, I what, so That's good. But you can get out of the car and get into other cars, and you can run over the police, and you can just crash and what do whatever. You have guns and whatnot. It was like, wow. Because and your mommy doesn't want you to play it. 
Oh, that, oh my that, favorite that, was that it had a dedicated button to fart and burp. Which oh, you can that's do right. on people. You could fart and burp? Uh, yeah, you could fart and burp on people and they would get upset yeah. with it. Uh, yeah, that was exactly what it was, sounded like. It was like... Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's perfect, yeah. It's like awful. Because I kept... It's, pre- it was shift on, on the computer. I kept pressing it. This is oh, like, on, on PlayStation, it, it was circle. So every time you press circle, it would fart or burp on somebody. It was... It would be, it'd be great, yeah. And then you had the... In the original GTA, you had the Elvis. Like, it was so much more unapologetic about all of the things that gta is accused of being the original couple they were just so edgy <laughs> they were so shitty a lot of the time and i didn't get any of the references i'm sure all the references were super trash as well but like it was made to be a, a, a like made to be a, a glorification of, of shitty culture obviously not glorification a lot uh, in some aspects because it was also a critique but it came across as glorification, and for non for non English speakers, it was. Which is actually now that I think about it, obviously Grand uh, Grand Theft Auto. It's really hard to make a, a game that that engages with that kind of stuff as gameplay. That that is not just celebrating that stuff ultimately, because like that's the yeah. core gameplay. And then you're and then you're like, it's a non linear open world where you can just fuck around. It's like okay, well then you're more or less just being like. Yeah, that 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 stuff's what we. That's the good part. <laughs> that's the stuff that people are gonna buy the game for is the thing yeah. that you just let them do all day. And they can put it's a critique and where it's actually bad or something. You can't do that. It doesn't work. But you like, you, like you can if you're talking exclusively about a an English speaking, critically minded audience. But when it hits mass market, the level of critical mindedness that comes from the public it dr- drops drastically. And especially if you hit international mass market, because then it just assumes a completely different character. And it's an argument that I honestly didn't think about up until now. And you don't see that, you know, people, at least back in the 90s and the 2000s, the, the, all the big shots that tend, tend to go after Rockstar for corrupting the kids with GTA. You don't hear them talk about that from that angle. Well, the Americans don't care about other countries. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Jack fair Thompson enough. doesn't care what's happening to kids in Portugal. Yeah. Like, at all. Yeah. He probably can't find <laughs> it on the map. Yeah. Mm. But it's true, though. Um, I uh, I love the burps and the farts. <laughs> and that was, that's I, the real I, corruption. I think there was... I, I think uh, GTA 1 and 2 had some really fun stuff in it. I really appreciated... Uh, like one of my favorite things about uh, GTA t- uh, Two, I think specifically, was they had a uh, they there was this one building you go to to get rid of your wanted level, which is you know something that they have now. They have like the repair or they have the paint shop yeah, or whatever. A, it was a uh, drive-through. Paint it shop. was a drive-through paint shop. So you drive through and it just change your car to any color you wanted it to, like or just a random it. color, um, yeah. and you just keep moving on. But uh, <laughs> What was really funny is that uh is that it they would like get mad at you if you drove a cop car through it. Um Oh yeah, they would. <laughs> yeah, they get like really mad at you for doing that. But also uh <laughs> I think I if I remember correctly, I think the tank could also fit through there. Mm-hmm. Um and they would also in not the like second that. game. Specifically yeah. in the second game. Uh but there's just like there uh there's a lot of fun. I like the uh, two was two had the, was the introduction to the um total mayhem uh the more, really yeah good. you could get into 
Like the, yeah, it was. Is it the? Oh no, I'm thinking my, of the wrong my, thing. What my favorite total, total mayhem. Uh, total mayhem is where you the the entire premise is just to cause as much destruction as possible within a set amount of time, and like my oh, favorite right. one was uh you just shoot electricity out of yourself so whenever you're near somebody it just electrocutes them to death. i remember that yeah and so you can run in the game and so it's all top down and so the idea is that you're running at people like shooting electricity out and people are just like oh god like running from you and you're like this wild x-men having a a bad episode just running around electrocuting people it was great and they're like the you second know, one also had the killing spree i think it was which was a special yeah. special events that you'd collect and yep. they were basically challenges you'd have to kill this many people with this weapon or whatever yeah two uh, one and two are pretty fun i liked i i liked both of them three was the second one plays a lot better though the first game is just well, so difficult to control the cars yeah the first one was you know the first of its kind somebody yeah. was just like hey let's just take a map and make it so you can walk around this giant top-down map and drive cars or whatever and the, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah the drive the car ai was garbage like the police yeah. were just like collide into a giant heap of mess into any like street <laughs> pole you happen to walk by it was like it was awful it was just it was so it was bare, bare bones dead but there's like a little bit of charm to how simple and dumb it all was whereas like you look at now like five and it's, it's such an overly complicated overly designed failure to me whereas like I'm not saying everything has to be simple, but like there, there's this middle ground that they were in at one point, which is like the definitive edition, the the three, the three god children, and all all of them were pretty were pretty much exactly what you wanted. They're like the next iteration of that premise, and five is like someone going too far. They have strayed too far from God, um, <laughs> and like you need to come yeah, back and you like the fifth... go back. <laughs> I just can't get I, over I, how something could be so popular and have an unforgivably bad interface that runs so poorly. <laughs> and like just the act of trying to play it as a wacky, fun game with your friends is so it is infuriating. hard. Yeah. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, why is this so hard? It's the only thing anyone's doing with it. <laughs> like it's over-designed. It's, it's made just for yeah, this. And it's yeah. so bad at it. Like every time we organized a GTA group, I'm like, why is it so hard to just get my friends together and go play the mode we want to play? And yes, there is the aspect of like there's a there's like 500 bullshit progression systems that secretly want you to pay money for them, and they want you to grind and unlock these all these bizarre tiered upgrades and unlocks that give you access to half the real features of the game. So there's that too, but just the moment to moment interface was so astonishingly poor that you're just genuinely like, how do you play GTA? I'm just trying mm -hmm. to play GTA. That's on top of the fact that it takes like five minutes to launch the game, which is incredible. Not anymore. They it's on, it. And it's on PC. You're like, I'm on PC. Yeah. I, I, I know, like, I play better looking, larger open world games on this platform all the time. There's no reason for GTA to take five minutes to start. Yeah. Did you know that for like years and years and years, if you had a top of the line computer with the very good graphics card and a very good uh, CPU, the game would actually run worse than if you had <laughs> crappier CPU. And the reason for that is because the moment, oh, I think this has been patched, but the moment um, you'd reach like 160 frames per second, which isn't even that much in PC gaming, but it is in, in a 2015 game, um, 
the moment you reach 160 or 170, the physics would just freak out so much that it would like overload the CPU and it, it would drop to like 80 frames. And it, would, it wouldn't be like, oh, now uh, the graphics are slower or whatever. No, it would stutter. It would like cause stutters and be like, whoa, whoa, and freaks, freak out the, the physics and whatnot. And they, they, just, they just kept that. <laughs> they just kept that for years. <laughs> Never basically, people with, with, yeah, people with like super powerful computer uh, CPUs, you know, big big gaming machines. They just have to. Turn it's okay. The... They're just a small indie company. They they don't have the resources to fix it. But yeah, they don't have. That's true. That's what I can't get over. Is like, how do you? <laughs> You're. They put out you so few. They put out so few games, and this these couple of games are their entire brand. So I just I can't process the idea of them having this much money and this one <laughs> property being basically all of their income and their valid validity as a company. And then they just let somebody just put out the worst shit under their name. Just remember just this it's, garbage it's the, trilogy. Like how remember that it's the most profitable piece of media, not games, media ever. It's the GTA five is the most profitable piece of media in history. <laughs> and they can't figure out how to patch some old ass games. Yeah. The like the thing is corporate culture it just by design is such an inefficient inter well, inefficient it depends on your perspective obviously, but it, like what you're asking of well, how can they not figure this out? How can they not do the things properly? A big corporation is so inefficient at doing things. Be that it's it's kind of baffling if you have never worked inside of a, a a big corporation and the reason for that is just because they're more focused on doing things right at the right time than doing a lot of things or or uh, doing things well uh in the sense of um like they can release an unfinished game and still you know gain a lot of money as long as they release it at the right time and for the right audience. So they're very, very preoccupied with having all these iterative things and all that. That's why Blizzard keeps saying, oh, we are very iterative with our design. And, you know, that, that works uh, to a certain extent. Um, but it's just so mind-numbing where I'm just like... It is. Because, yeah. yeah, like the GTA trilogy is like another instance of like the, like the ending of Game of Thrones and Rise of Skywalker and so on. Where I'm just like, this is such an incredibly profitable thing. It's literally... For the company doing it, it's basically the most important thing on the planet is this this IP specifically. And this is the big next thing in it. And like this is going to be all of the news around this name that is the whole reason you guys have a job and that all this is going to work. And then it's they get mishandled so badly. And it's it's, it's, it's it's you would think. <laughs> It, it like it, it's it, it it reveals like the farce of the very idea that the people at the top are the people that are the most competent and know what they're doing the most or anything like no capitalism does oh. not organize society that way at all because all no. of the biggest most famous like like if like if I was just thinking about Marvel movies I'd be like maybe it does kind of work that way a little bit that like they are like weirdly consistently competent products and they're, they're, they're so bad at they're, they're so infrequently fuck up like you can go you can almost get that idea in your head but then you see what happens to game of thrones and star wars and gta and stuff and you're like i how you had everything <laughs> you needed to do it right and no one was making you do this like do, do you not like having the thing be profitable that is the thing you have in the first like isn't that your whole goal is to make this not bad and well, like, no, no one the whole goal not... is to 
and no one made you fuck it up and all in all these cases you're like they knew they were fucking it up like they yeah. had to you couldn't possibly yeah. like the gta the most blatant one of all like like gta is up there with no man's sky and cyberpunk where it's like you no one could have not known everyone behind the scenes in the production had to know what it looked like before it came out no one this is not like a neil breen uh tommy was situation where like the creator is surprised their thing is bad because they are so warped they can't comprehend what's good and bad apparently in media and think they genuinely made a masterpiece or whatever it's like no like the the cyberpunk guy was lying through his teeth about how it's runs great on consoles like days before it came out and like no man's sky they were still protect like they were still letting the lie persist that it was multiplayer like to the point where the actual <laughs> packaging of the game lied like i and yeah like this gta trilogy is so appalling it's so like it goes so far it, it, it manages to go even beyond the silent hill trilogy that had so much wrong with it like it's worse somehow which shouldn't have been possible because the silent hill trilogy was incredibly bad but here we are and i, I wonder what kind of mon monetary incentives there are for stuff like this for, like it, especially just, for the fact that they apparently the gta trilogy just really had to come out in november or else that was worth it, it trash the GTA trilogy I, was subcontracted, right? It wasn't done by cor Rockstar. Correct. It wasn't made by Rockstar, which means that there was a set budget and a set time limit. And I imagine that... Yeah, but there's also no like universe no Sky, where it just gets released like blind and Rockstar didn't see anything about it. No, no. Rockstar knows exactly what happened. They released this full, knowing full well that this was going to be nothing but a garbage shoot. But yeah. the important part here is twofold. One, you're removing access to the old game, which means that like, no matter what, people have to buy this if they want access to that sweet GTA that they... I mean, if the trilogy they, is that bad, they're just going to pirate it. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> but... They're just going to pirate the original one. But that's just an excuse you can use later and say, like, Oh, the, the industry is so rife with pirating. Uh, it's... It, it, <laughs> you're doing People that you're were doing this buying the previous version and then you deleted it and replaced it with the worse version well, well but that's hard the thing. to complain I think that, that i think the sales of the previous version that the original three were stagnating because at this point like you had said it's literally been the most top selling game like this this Everyone has bought all the old GTA games. It's it's almost impossible to find people who have not unless they were born prior to the existence of these games releasing. Then maybe they haven't bought them yet. But the majority of us, the majority of us who grew up with them, love them, have already bought them on a platform of some kind and we have access to them still. Skyrim's 17th re-release. Exactly. Now and who are those for? Who are those always for? It's for either water. people... They're always for either suckers who will buy anything anytime something comes out, or it's for people who have never seen it before and they say, oh, well, why not? Like, you know, this is the, the better version now. Uh, and <sighs> it's never the better version. It's, it's never. never. I'm sure there's uh, so many jokes that are just, just it's super yikes in all those games. <laughs> either way, I, it's... GTA uh, 3 in particular is, is, I mean, all of them, but... Yeah. I don't I don't think the goal of creating the definitive edition was to create a good game. I don't I do not believe that's the case. If it was, I don't think Rockstar would have outsourced it cuz I'm going to be honest with you, what the fuck are they working on right now? What are they doing <laughs> that's keeping their the time so busy? Of their cuz big did they announce bold, GTA 6 bold. or there was like leaks about it or something? They, I think there hasn't been I don't think there's been an official. They said GTA 6 is not going to come out in the next few years. 
Yeah, that's the only I, thing I, we know th for a fact. There GTA may be a GTA be Six, a but I don't soon. Uh, yeah, the, are I so don't, weird. I don't even think like I don't think Rockstar's ever even announced a GTA Six. Um. Yeah, inside sources put GTA years. 6 at. Like, there is no... There, Rockstar has never come out and said, like, hey, guys, by the way, we're, like, making another one. I don't yeah, think no that... Confirmation. I, anyways, it, even if they're making a GTA 6, I can already promise you that, one, not going to be... It's not. It's just going to be 5 again. Uh, It's just, you know, it's going to be 5. Because GTA 5 make, is just 4 again anyway. Well, yeah, but it has online. And so f 6 well, is just going to be GTA 5, but with with heavier online. So it's going to be like a, okay, here's like 16 missions or whatever in single player. But if you go online, you can play all of this stuff. And you got to make sure and get the, you know, I don't know. There'll probably be like stupid loot boxes and shit now. I don't know. Any case, online GTA, sucks, 6, though. <laughs> GTA 6 is not a priority. I don't, I, I would, if if the balance here, if the 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 trade-off here was you could either have a, a gta 5 visual remake of the original three or gta 6 i would rather you just make the visual remake of the original gta games because i know mm. 6 is going to follow the philosophy of 5 and i hate the design philosophy of 5 so i'd rather Fair. you just remake the original three but make them look nice than have you go and make another grand theft auto i'm not gonna like like and i don't know it, it it's I get that people play it online. I get that it's a lot of fun. I, I understand. It's just, it's not, that's not what I want in GTA. That those aren't the things that made me enjoy G Grand Theft Auto. You don't um, like getting randomly murdered by people you don't know? Nope, actually. And it turns out that I actually... And losing persistent currency as a, as a punishment. There is, and there is sit through five minutes of loading screen? There is oh, nothing God. I love more about Grand Theft Auto than all of the parts that five added to the equation i i love everything five has added to grand theft auto as a concept like nothing about it has been a bad design decision at all uh at all ever like Are everything's good about it andrew uh it it's and, and, it is baffling and... that people <laughs> one pay money for online at all like people at, at all in, in engage with it's not a, a microtransaction though. system for an online game super where predatory you, you literally earn money for killing people on the side of the street like you <sighs> all right but the thing and, is, like it's not baffling though like rockstar really really is pushy so the kids and, whatnot, sure. and people who but, are just well, yeah it's the, it's the same fortnite model where they're trying to make it a place that you kind of live in and then your avatar being dressed up and whatnot is like your status mm-hmm I, I guess I, I don't know. Maybe this is packs of weird children that like bully people yeah. for wearing using default model and stuff like that. Maybe this but, makes more sense in the context of like somebody who is physically unable to play any other game in their life because they're like boarded down to a table with a controller in their hands for all life and time. But for people who are like normal humans who can just do better things with their time, we don't play five online we just go and like play other games that are good and well made and designed to be more uh enjoyable in an online m space like it's built to be a fun experience online and i think i think five online has only gotten such a strong resurgence as it did is i'm gonna argue because of uh it's gta uh no not because of gta i'm gonna argue it's it's solely because of the uh, rooster teeth people um 
You think you what think that it? it's popular entirely because of one YouTube series? I think so. I I would argue that, that has been its biggest think, driving factor. I, I think there's a lot of other bigger YouTubers that cover GTA. Now there is, but I think at the beginning, I think what like, got a lot more people into it was the idea the of just rainbow thumbnails. Well, there, I I think that there was a really big uh push at that point. I want to say because there was a, a, like. The, the premise of having a lot of people going in together and doing stuff like heists and stuff um, wasn't a common thing on uh, wasn't a common video type at the moment. It became mm -hmm. that once people realized, like, oh, yeah, if I just get like a whole group, a huge group of friends, we can go do some really fun shit in GTA. But I think before it was just a lot of people solo individually um, playing Grand Theft Auto 5 online. I think what had happened then is like the. Uh... They already knew heists were going to be a feature, but they were taking a long time to come out. Because obviously it's like the it's the core thing that happens yeah. in the story. So like, oh, we're gonna have heists in multiplayer eventually, and so they just started like role play, adding fake heists. They they were pretending to do heists there in game by I, coming up with goals. I think that was a good like. I think that bridged a lot of the gap between like, oh yeah, I guess you don't necessarily have to engage with GTA Five as itself you can just make up stuff to do in gta 5 and have fun with that and yeah, i think that like created of, a lot like why the open world was supposed to be fun in the first place that's like what people yeah. did back in three but but uh, and i but i think with five online i think that that kind of mentality really pushed the gates open and said like oh yeah let's everyone just go in here and just like come up with the wildest I mean, I mean, you, you watch those ideas. videos and you get excited about playing gta that way then you try playing gta and then you well, realize yeah, yeah. the game but, tries so hard to stop you from having fun the way the rooster teeth but, crew does it's such a yeah <laughs> but you realize that like a lot like, of the people i'm remembering yeah. the fact that our series basically got canceled uh, because we were trying to play one of the in-game heists. One single and all mission. We had, all we had to do was drive this one parking lot and then wait for a boring conversation to play and then shoot, do a shootout. And the shootout itself was hard, but also just because it's GTA and it's chaotic, somebody would just randomly accidentally blow up a car or fall over <laughs> or something, and then the entire mission would fail and start over, and then we'd all have to like load the mission from scratch, watch the original yeah. cutscene, Get, get in our cars on the side of the road, drive to the destination, like just over and over again. You had to do like 10 minutes of setup every time anyone in your party misbehaved for a second. And, and part of what was so frustrating here. about it is the fact that it's supposed to be GTA. It's supposed to be a wacky, fun, open yeah. game. But then you're like, the don't have fun during this 10 minutes, though. Just fucking sit with your hands holding each other. Yeah. Just like sit cross-legged, one hand in the other. Don't do a single thing and let the game like do its boring story at you for <laughs> ten minutes straight, or you have to fucking start the whole thing over and just be punished by or by another reset. You're like, I just want to play the fucking game. When's the game gonna start? This is why Saints Row is like, better. And the thing is, like, we did we really want to play the game though? Because the shooting isn't that great, and I think that was most of oh, what the mission was. It's entirely a social thing. Yeah, yeah. The, like the, the entire part you. that's in any way engaging is just you and your friends playing. Because yeah, the driving is okay and the shooting is awful, and there's it nothing really else bad. in the game. That's like the two verbs basically. There's a couple of mini games, but like for the most part, it's like a game where you drive and sometimes you're on a parachute or sometimes you're in a slightly different vehicle, like a boat or a plane. The like, races were kind of funny. Yeah, sometimes. no, the racing was easily the best part because you could just start it. But even that was harder yeah, than it had true. to be. You could just pick mm -hmm. like a mode and a map and just start. And if you yeah, saw like play... some YouTuber play something cool being a viral video, good luck figuring out how to play it yourself once you get in the game. <laughs> like it's so yeah, hard. 
You see so much wacky, get... crazy shit, and it looks like a wacky like Mario Kart arcade game when you look on, at online videos of it, and it's so hard to figure out how to even access any of that content. And there's a yeah. decent chance that you're not even allowed to unless you pay them more money, but you don't know what to pay for, or you have to like be level 300 or some shit. Like, I don't even know half the time. <laughs> I, just I genuinely get over, get over don't know that... what is happening in YouTube videos. They're like a different game. One... One of the things that was counted as a misbehavior that failed the mission was me hitting one random car in the parking lot with a hammer. Yeah. I hit it with a hammer, like a hand hammer. It wasn't like even a sledgehammer, just a hammer. I hit it, mission game over immediately. <laughs> Why? Because it was the the car that the villains were going to get away in or something. I think It's, all, I get, the I it's all the funnier because of the fact that that mission is going to just have every all hell break loose like a second later. So your all reactions shouldn't matter. <laughs> it, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. It's just, oh my god. And then you was, die and you can't be revived. Torture. We just, Which is just normal like, things. It, we, in... should, we should have just played Monaco if we wanted to play a heist game. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever <laughs> been Minecraft. in a... Man, I... Uh, at a LAN party at Marty's, we randomly just started playing Monaco one day, and like we were trying and coordinating, and like we had it, and like I, I've, I've played so many sessions of Monaco where it always just immediately turns into chaos, like something goes wrong, and it's just like everyone's just scrambling and and not working together. But like when you genuinely coordinate and communicate, Monaco is like really fucking cool. Monaco is that top-down game that. Um... It's the top-down role-based heist game where you, uh, yeah. you will, where yeah, you all work together to, to, uh, to a, do this yeah. like collaborative stealth thing, and everybody has a, everybody has a different role, and there's like two or three as many times as many roles as there are players, and it's four-player co-op, and it's just, it's real cool. Mm -hmm. When you first start, it's hard to tell what you're looking at, and yeah, of course, it's really easy for stealth to break, and then everything's everything's fucked, and it's really tempting just to pick the miner and, and just start tunneling through all the walls. <laughs> Uh, which is often not as helpful as it seems like it would be. Uh, but uh, no, I've, I've had I've had like one or two good sessions of that game where I'm like, this is actually incredible. I'm, I'm sad it took me so many years to see this version of it. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, that's I the I, that's the I really like the potential there. I like the idea that a game yeah. has the potential to be really fun if people are willing to put the effort into making it fun. Oh, yeah, no, maybe, it'll, maybe the, it'll be in our rotation someday. But the game itself doesn't inhibit you from doing that, unlike some games which have the potential to be fun, but actively inhibit that fun. Um, yeah. So it's just it's it's a interesting it's an interesting view of design philosophy in games. Like it's, you can you can see I where mean, the indie priorities games lie. are really good at not doing the weird AAA thing where they seem to not want you to enjoy them. Well, I think that's because indie games don't have to deal with this insufferable amount of bloat. Like, there are too many people with too many hands and too many pies that then you have to combine into one ugly, nasty pie. And, like, <laughs> it would be so much pie. better. Yeah, like, basically, everyone yeah. puts a finger in a pie, and then you cut a slice out of where that finger is and put it into one giant pie. And you're like, what is this fucking awful? Who made this? Who fucking the fuck baked this pie? Thought. Yeah, and, and that's what Everything. GTA That's what GTA is. That's what Red, Red Dead Redemption is. Like, that's what Uncharted is. All these, like, big blockbuster AAA games are just a bunch of nasty fingers and a bunch of people's pies that they put in front of your face and told you to eat. And you don't want that. You want one of those pies that looked really good and delicious until someone put their stupid fucking finger in it. Mm. And that's what I, most I, indie I, games I, are. Like is Patreon, like, I will tell you guys right now, 
Guardians of the Galaxy looks like agony to play. I don't care how many people say it's like game of the year material. <laughs> Every time I Wait, see that Gal game, it looks like pain. Do Is not that a game? make I thought it was me a play movie. that game. Bro, they will now. Now you've now you've riled the beast. You've done it. People are gonna be joining. It'll Patreon be Ghost of Tsushima again. I'm gonna be a miserable fuck the whole time. I'm, and your guys are gonna be like, why doesn't he like? Why does he hate video games? I'm like, I hate this not video game. The, not even the fox made. Keith, you just need to. He's a raccoon. Enjoy he's a rocket raccoon, and I love him. And he's not worth it. <laughs> he's not playing. He's not worth playing that game for. Well, you also don't get to play as him, so it's definitely not worth it. That's, I mean, I knew it was in trouble the moment it was like, you have to play as Peter Quill, the most boring and, and shittiest character in this narrative, both like least interesting character and he's just a shitty person, like more so you than know, anyone else in the party. You know what would make games better? If um, shooters stopped having health bars over characters. Remember when Doom? That's, that's how good. Remember that's when Doom? <laughs> Yeah, good shooters don't have health bars over characters. I'm going to say it right now because I'm watching uh, gameplay footage from Guardians of the Galaxy and it does indeed look ter terrible. But good shooters don't have health bars over top. And there's there's like subtle design reasons why that is. But the most important one and like... It, well, most, ga most it, it, games that have shooters over your head are just like... It's because of RPG mechanic bullshit. They're looters. Like you have to progress they're looters, they're not shooters. Yeah, yeah every looter like shooter is bad. Lens. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you like looters, that's fine. But they're not shooters first. They're looters first. And yeah. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is a, a looter. Every looter shooter Again. is a bad shooter. They always uh, obfuscate I'm, and I'm fuck mean. up your... At their core, like, a shooter is well-designed mm. when it's balanced well. Like, enemies... Like, you carefully... You're carefully balancing how many shots you want every enemy to take and how powerful you want every weapon to be. And, like... You have a well-rounded set of weapons that have different personalities and use cases. And then Luter Shooter is just like, I oh, no, use yeah. a chest with 75 slightly different shotguns. That one does poison <laughs> damage. That one does 17 damage. That one does 18 damage, but one armor piercing. I think it's possible to make a game. Shooter. I think it's possible to make a Luter Shooter go, uh, be a good shooter, but only if you go in the serious Sam design philosophy of shooters. Where, you know, it's just hordes and hordes of enemies rather than, oh, it's five minutes killing this enemy instead of four or, you know, 10 seconds instead of it's it's, it's so yeah, it's so boring to plink at something and just watch the health bar very slowly go it's down. So like, boring. look at me. Go. It immediately turns my brain off the moment I see a health bar in a shooter. I'm like, no. Yeah. Plink, like, plink, plink, plink. Like, that's plink, not plink. what the shooter is for. That's what Diablo is for. Diablo is health bars and health bar is good in Diablo. Unless you don't like it, obviously. I'll, I mean, I'll never, uh, I haven't heard I'll much about, it, about Diablo 2, so I guess they must have not crashed that into a wall when it came out, like most remakes. Uh, no, they did, happening. very much so. Uh, you don't uh -huh. hear a lot did, about yeah. it because it's been basically unplayable. Uh, um, yeah, that's what, I said uh, it, I mentioned it uh, in, a, in a podcast a while back, and they said, oh, no, yeah. that's what my uh, uh, roommates are talking about all the time, and I'm like, oh, then my perception is really skewed, Ske skewed. Do you know uh, more about it, Andrew? It's, so, uh, basically, on launch, it's had nothing but network issues. So, Diablo 2, you know, it's been fine at its core of, a like, a solo experience. Um, there hasn't been any noticeable issues between that. The problem that people have had is that they can't play with each other, which has kind of been, like, the core, <laughs> core aspect of Diablo 2 <laughs> since it came out, but that's fine. Um, 
Uh, I don't know. So a patch came out like on the 12th to fix this problem, which has been around since the game came out, by the way, which I think when did it come out? I guess maybe that's why I'm not hearing about the game is they're not playing uh, it because they can't they play September 23rd. That's when it my brother out. is so, since, my brother has been obsessed the game with is... Diablo 2 since we originally played it fucking 12 years ago. Yeah. So the uh, 12 so... years. Wait, Diablo 2 is from 1999. No, the, old, the original Diablo. Uh, Diablo 2. Yeah, yeah original Diablo twelve 2. years ago. You only played it twelve years ago. Yeah. Uh, what are you What are you talking huh. about? Diablo two. Diablo two came out in two thousand. Oh yeah, I thought it was nineteen ninety nine. No. I guess. I guess. Yeah. No, so Diablo yeah, one I, came I, out I guess, in ninety six. I guess. I guess. I guess. I was going for twenty two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, regardless, uh, yeah. So when it came out in September, the game was basically unplayable basically, because of the network moment issues. we got a PC for the first um, time. Yeah. And uh and they kind of tried fixing it every so often just complaining that the servers were overloaded and there just was too many people but this went on for months and months and finally just this month they fixed the connection issues um so maybe we'll start hearing more about it because people can start playing together finally um, yeah that's not how games work though but there's like, also been a lot of about there's also been a lot of issues about just like functionality one of the big issues mm -hmm. is that uh, diablo 2 doesn't support cross play or cross progression so um that's rough for people obviously like if you want to i uh, diablo 4 um just have mikey newman's slogan repeating in my brain over and over again forever just no one knows what they're doing like it's <laughs> All well, the most powerful remember, people in any given field. Uh, there's, everything's a train wreck. Just everything's. Well, remember, everything like, about Blizzard these... is a nightmare right now. Like literally, every property yeah. they own is just not working. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, people are so mad about WoW all the time. <laughs> it's it's yeah. Blizzard's basically in a in a death spiral right now. There, you're watching a company. Uh, you're watching a company like keep using flotation devices, and they and they pop halfway before they get back to the surface and it's impressive to keep watching them having more they can pull out but it's also funny to watch it keep failing each time uh like diablo 2 was supposed to be a really good hope here that it was going to bring some kind of uh goodwill to the company again because like oh people love diablo warcraft 3 was such a nightmare where they freaking yeah warcraft 3 once again so they, re bad. they removed the previous warcraft 3 to replace it with a shittier warcraft 3 that almost every element was a bit was worse, but among other things, it didn't have Frozen Throne. They didn't. Yeah. Wait, you can't play Frozen Throne? It no, not be, anymore. It might, be, it might be now, by now, maybe because it's been years. But like, yeah, I think it's if Warcraft Three didn't launch with for Frozen Throne in the remake, but they removed wow, the original Warcraft Three, which meant you couldn't play Frozen Throne anywhere because they, they didn't replace wow. that part. It's like the expansion yeah, yeah. wasn't part of the remake. Like, what are you doing? What are they doing? <laughs> well, I still have Diablo yeah. 2, the original, so yay for that. And like, and they're charging, and like, are they charging full price? Full World price of Warcraft itself is often hysterical, too. Like, it's like this oh, big, not, expensive yeah. property, but like, it's really funny how they'll, they'll try to have like the most climactic m m scenes in these major moments, and it's like they'll, they'll try they'll, the cutscene instead of being animated in, in any real way will just be like the in game character models just doing their default talking animation at each other and that's the cutscene for like not like like oh here's a briefing but like oh here's like a climactic scene where a major character like dies or something and it's just like er a character model fall over <laughs> and like the fans are like hopping into fucking like 
are hopping into shit and making like replacements like overnight practically like so quickly a fan will make a better version that because you'll be like in the middle of like a major raid and there's just embarrassing cutscene will play and you're like is this this game's lived for too long <laughs> they don't know how to they can't do anything with it anymore this is a nightmare yeah i i think my fun my, my favorite thing so far has been uh the knowledge that the moment that Jeff from the Overwatch team left the company, Blizzard just fell. It just completely fell apart. Every every aspect just crumbled like it was being held together on the back of this man. Like the moment he's like, "All right, I gotta go. Bye, guys." Like that's it. Every all this allegation came out. Uh, all like, <laughs> yeah, but that's a failure. That's like it's, that no, it's just should never it's be just the fun case. To, for, for it's fun to watch to him just much. be like he just leaves out the door like a casual anybody else does. Everyone just goes on to new careers at times in their lives. It's a normal thing. But this guy fucking walks out the door and the company just falls over the moment <laughs> he does. And it's like, oh, wow, that was a. Uh, uh, that was impressive and he's not in any of the allegations his name doesn't show up anywhere in like problematic material he is completely spotless he walks out of this company completely clean all he's just, done is just create time a, yeah all he has well, done is create a highly successful game for the company walks out without any scratch on his name and the company just collapses behind him <laughs> and it's like what the fuck did he know this was gonna happen how did how did he how did he foresight this like mathematical nonsense to like leave right before this cataclysmic failure and right before like like at this point now like pretty much overwatch 2 is just shelved like it's not coming out and <laughs> uh yeah. and like because right now you're looking at a game that has been without new content for f almost three years now and it is kind of nuts to think about how long it's been it's absurd. I, I, can't, I keep for... thinking they're gonna like, they're gonna cave like, in just and just like do something. Yeah, they'll, yeah. Cave, they'll cave and just release another hero and be like, okay, we'll just rebalance it later for like we just got to rebalance this Overwatch Two hero for Overwatch One, even if it's a temporary thing. If it's broken, we'll just fix it like two weeks later, like, like we always do. Our new heroes are always broken anyway. Like, and like, and, and it's always like the even if it's but, not broken, there's the perception of it being broken because it's just the hero usually changes the game and no one knows what to do. But like. Yeah, like Echo was so long ago that I'm like confused. <laughs> like it's you, you it's would think crazy. That around the time they started delaying the game, they would try to put another hero out just to keep the game having any news. Like if I look at my subscription feed, literally today there is a uh, there's a video titled uh, "The Great Save Overwatch Debate." And it's uploaded by SVB, and it's like featuring Flats and Samito and Frito, which is the Your Overwatch guy. And it's like yeah. that's literally like in my feed today. Like, uh, how do we like the save Overwatch debate? Like, how do you how do you keep any of this going? Like, because at this point they're just a bunch of Overwatch content creators panicking because they're like, what do yeah, we do? We've had to like it. deal over. with the content trend for a year, and this is our job. Like, there's nothing to talk about besides patch notes where they gave one more damage to soldier's gun or something. But they should have they should have known though. I saw the same thing. Yeah, but it's the, the panic. Three. Oh it's yeah, but it's, it's so oh, great. Yeah, the, I just, and, and, I just uh, love it. Uh, Call of Duty content makers, and for a while yeah, there, yeah. Minecraft well, content creators until it just came back, <laughs> and it's like now yeah, Minecraft's the, just as popular or more again out of nowhere when it's you thought I mean, that was drying up. That's the fun thing too, is that like uh, uh, there's been a I think there's a new Call of Duty coming out, uh, Vanguard of something, right? Vanguard, yeah, and Vanguard is not great. 
uh it did not is not doing well um it's burn it all down yeah so like so basically everything every time like blizzard comes up you know again comes as like what about this and drops the card down and someone's like yeah could you do a different one it's like fuck i'm running out of cards like like they just they're not they don't have anything else to really pull out of their ass to try to save this and like the lawsuit is still going it's it's chugging it's it's getting closer to the station they're like fuck i just and they've lost like they, all their high level just keep walking out like anytime someone inherits the throne they're like no and they just walk away and like it's just a careening company and it's it's great i love every i love every like implication here that blizzard may just fucking die it may just cease to exist it's um, not gonna though because they, that means assets... that like it that means it could take activision with it and if activision <laughs> were to die it would be the single greatest thing to happen in such a long time to this industry if it I want, does like, that like you you you'll sooner see things things like ele- electronic arts merging with activision and just no wild stuff like I, that you'll sooner see that it because the moment the activision, if activision goes down the it's sort of like the the notion of too big to fail sometimes is uh well so it applies to different things every once in a while in this case and in the gaming industry in specific a company like activision failing would have ripple effects over every other triple a company in the, in the yes. gaming industry I every want... gaming company would lose stock and funding immediately <laughs> oh yeah so I, I, because if Bl- blizzard activision they were never, to just they will crumble never and die investors would be kind of scared of gaming they would say like shit okay how good is everyone else's like culture yeah. going on are you guys gonna but get hit don't. with a blizzard lawsuit too because <laughs> i can't do another one of these like ubisoft yeah. already had one and thank god they're not in the u.s or this would have been they're a problem. not doing anything about like, it either but yeah, that's but not gonna like, happen though because be- look at what happened to yahoo that's what happens in modern day uh, tech industries or, is uh, I mean, what happens I, to Yahoo. They die slowly, and they well, still have yeah. huge amounts of assets, like years down the line, even though they don't make anything. But there isn't most of their. I thought like they only they're like they're skin suits. Like Yahoo exists as a skin, skin suit, suits. where someone someone has control of Yahoo. Yahoo doesn't own anything of its own anymore. It's basically been stripped completely. Yeah. Like all the insides yeah, yeah. are gone. It's literally just yeah. a skin puppet. And someone's just like, "Hey, look, it's Yahoo. You remember that thing?" But like yeah, none but of that, its none of none of nothing it owned is still in there. So, like, that's, I, that's I, what's gonna happen to Blizzard if if they which fail. Is, it, they're again, not gonna crash. Great. Because yeah. no, who's gonna who's gonna buy these IPs and do anything with them? Someone's gonna who's, who's gonna inherit WoW? Someone's gonna buy WoW and be like, yeah, I guess we'll so many keep people this would going. love that. Are, you, are no. you kidding me? No, they won't. No. Oh my no. god, it would it would like it's who, and it gets bought up by like THQ a, a Nordic company. Just <laughs> yeah, who? Or, but, 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 but again, <laughs> seriously, think about who is going to buy this? Who is going to put the money down that costs that that? it costs for a while because ea's not like ubisoft isn't like who who it has to be a big enough game company to come by and say like i'm willing to support the massive Tencent. server fees that oh, yeah. Tencent, Tencent yeah. isn't gonna want it i'm sure they would actually. Tencent already has epic kidding? games they have fortnite they don't need wow fortnite makes way uh, well, more money than wow money. does and they don't want wow because they have other mmos like it i don't know yeah. i don't I, I, I would, know. I think, 
I think we'll just watch it die. I think it will it will just fall down. It will all crumple around it. And we'll just have this nice, beautiful corpse in Burbank, California of a game studio that once existed and once was nah. beloved, dead on the ground. And I hope it's that the I hope the in the the effect of it is that it's this earthquake that goes through the entire big like triple A gaming industry and shows that like you you are not uh, immune to this. People are like it, people are having expectations now that are too high for you to reach realistically because you've created these expectations that are too high and they're just going to keep tearing your tearing your profitability down until you can like that's, tone it out. It's a bummer knowing and, a lot, lot of your favorite games. A lot of your favorite games will just go away one day. And not oh, like sure, in an but, archived way know. where you can go back to it like Mario Brothers 3 or whatever, but like no, it's just gone. You can't play it ever again. Fuck you. Nope. Yeah, and that's your fault for are, liking stuff yeah. that yeah. can't be archived. Like I like Overwatch. I mean, a they lot. can. Or I was thinking about I like, like I, read, I sometimes see like these uh, Orcs Must Die streamers, not because I really watch their content really, but because I just like skip around in their streams just to figure out what the fuck they're doing. Because the game doesn't have stats in it, so you can't tell how good anything is. So one of the best ways to tell what's good is just to see some of the tricks that other people use, basically. And yeah, it's like they're playing co-op and they just like they're like. Uh, I miss Orcs Must Die Unchained. It's like, oh yeah, I miss Orcs Must Die Unchained too. It's like, oh fuck. <laughs> These are like Orcs mm. Must Die enthusiasts and like the third game in the four game franchise just doesn't exist anymore and they can never play it again. And it's just like, that's well, just a thing we all get to deal with periodically is games are just going to vanish that we like. Even Orcs, stuff like Orcs Must Die 3 that just never had to be online only. It's just gone. It's so fucking stupid. I mean, but yeah, th that sort this of is why it requires. But again, this is why you have to like be adamant about the things that you want, because otherwise, if no, there you should, know, I think there should be legislation for this sort of stuff, because it's not just a matter of, <laughs> it's not just a matter of like the I principle. I don't know if legislation keeping... needs to exist. I think it's a little no, extreme. It, it's just always the reminder you... that companies are not your friend, and like the, it doesn't matter if they make your favorite game or whatever. Like even if the game could be retrofitted to be always available on uh as a as a playable game offline forever the moment they're taking it down they're just going to take the whole game down like they're not they're not going to to do the thing uh, mm -hmm. i always think about like the, the the people always like to lean on like that one quote like of Gabe Newell or whatever that hints at like, oh yeah, if Steam ever went down, like we would just like turn off the DRM on everyone's games and they just get to play them all. I'm like, mm, I don't believe you. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to. That's a lot of trust that's to just, like, just give people. Also, I think at the best laws don't you might allow him to do that. Yeah, at the same time, I'm like, at best you're just referring to uh, Valve games. Maybe Off Life. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't think you, don't you just him. turn off the DRM on Tomb Raider. Like <laughs> I don't think that's the thing you're, they're even allowed to do. But it's like, what a, I'm what a bizarre level of faith to just give to some giant company just because their fucking nerd god said the thing you wanted here. But like, yeah, I guess, he, like, yeah, like Gabe Newell is easily another Bill Gates or or Elon Musk where a bunch of aspirational gamers just want to see themselves in them and relate to them. So mm -hmm. they, they parasocial real hard and give them an insane yeah. level of benefit of the doubt that they don't earn. But that's why I'm saying that there needs to be legislation because the legislation as it is today allows, first off, allows companies to do what they're doing, but also just prohibits, the, for example, Valve from actually just saying, okay, well, we can't, you know, serve your games anymore, all the games that you paid us to have. So here are they, here they are without the RM. They can't do that. 
for legal reasons. So those legal reasons need to be changed. But more than more than that, I think is the. Well, wait, I can, what I can, I can never I mean, get over you, how many people said that at me and just how an intensely naive it was. The idea. It is, it's just wrong. It's, it's not even wrong. It's just flat out wrong. Are you? Play, are you? You'd, Wait, when you buy a game on Steam, you're just buying uh, a lease for the key? Not in the European law, you're not. What? In the US, I don't think in the US you are either. I think you just have a digital product, which is what it is. Well, you but I'm saying that you bought, you bought a license. You bought a key. No, to, it's not to how play. it works. Isn't, I can't tell is, if he's being, you, is he being sarcastic. No, no, I'm not being sarcastic. Oh, I thought I'm he was not, mocking. I, oh, I thought that was the mocking voice. Yeah, you oh, don't no, no, own games I, on Steam. I thought no, you, you have do. the. I thought you At get the license. In, I thought you get the key. No, no, no. Like it's the, not the like a rent. Key, the CD You're not key. renting things. Then, then you, you own actually it. own. You own so it in the sense that you own a, a disc. If you buy it on disc, you just own so it on. So the, the the point I'm making is that if, say, I whatever, seem yeetus deletus itself off the face of the earth tomorrow, I still mm-hmm. have all of the CD keys that I purchased. Let's let's mm-hmm. play the the what ifs game. So the what if game, Steam goes, Steam closes its door, says I'm going bankrupt. Sorry guys, I gotta go home. Uh, I would imagine everyone gets a fucking Excel spreadsheet of every CD key for <laughs> every game that they own in yeah, their inbox. That's and, and, feasible. And yeah, oh, it sounds awful, yeah. but here, there's your shitty yeah. Excel spreadsheet. Where would you and download them? What? Well, you 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 need to type. I mean, that's not the download though, because what you're getting is the ownership, not the. It's different. The CD key isn't the game. I mean, it's just it's just another element of the naivety of the idea. Is like people don't Mm -hmm. fill in the next bubble of like, okay, how do you download your giant library of games that you love so much and you and you apparently get to keep somehow. So uh, I'm not, that's not gone. what I'm saying. <laughs> a lot I'm, of those games I'm literally only that, exist on Steam too. Y- yes. Yeah. So that so obviously there's going to be a huge swath of games that just stop existing uh, because they were only hosted on Steam. That doesn't mean that the game itself ceases to exist because someone could, in theory, upload the game uh, or the person who owned the game could probably re-upload the game since it, it I, presumably it takes a CD key of some kind uh, for authentication. And if not, then you can just throw it up on a third marketplace it's not like a lot of yeah, indie games on steam aren't yeah. only on steam a lot of them exist in other on other commercial sites too like gog mm-hmm. or whatever the hell and that, that's uh, trusting any of those companies to for some reason go through the effort to honor your cd key I'm, for no problem i'm not saying they have to i'm but, saying but that generally speaking they already don't most honor games... your purchases on other consoles now <laughs> Well, yeah, but yeah. the point I'm making is that, uh, generally speaking, not on consoles, because consoles are a wild west of bullshit. Uh, on PC, when you get a <laughs> CD key, generally speaking, when you download the game, you can put in that CD key and have access to it. I have a copy of Fallout I've 3 on PC that, yeah. that I can literally download. I can go and download a copy of Fallout 3 right now from Bethesda's website and put in that CD key, and it's valid. I still own that copy of the game. Um Obviously, so the, the, this, the key obviously this comes owning, down. Basically, so the that, key and the downloading is, is are two different things. Is is what you're that's, most, the, that's the point I'm making? Most Valve I games even I have the, CD keys anymore. I'm not Valve games. Yes, Steam they games. do. They, they do. Uh, they most, all do. They, almost every yeah. if it's not an indie game, almost all, uh, pretty much all of them have CD keys. You just have to right click on it and say "Show me my keys." So those all show you the CD keys. So those all just go in the garbage. Even every every what do you mean they just go in the garbage? Well, because there's no indie, there's no CD key. So what do you own? How do you renew it? Well, How do you use it anywhere well, else? So, so for indie games, yes, this becomes a problem uh, because indie games don't but operate that keys. way. 
Well, some of them do, but most indie games are just executables that you buy to download. Um, oh, that's yeah, like, you but know, that's like, if you're buying on, on like, Itch.io so, or something. Yeah, but uh, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. is like uh, most of the or indie dog. games don't have CD keys, but, like, big games, like the games that you paid real big money for, um, those have CD keys. And so uh, the point I was making is, like, I think... Like even if Steam shut down today, those CD keys are still valid. You're not leasing those keys. You bought you bought those keys. And I would imagine if Steam went oopsie could oopsies and left, I imagine there would be a a big expectation that those keys would be honored. And if not, then I would imagine you would see some like really huge pushback legislative wise to say like I bought a thing, I have access to this thing, but the company won't yeah. let me validate it because the the broker that but, sold it to me doesn't exist anymore, which is like garbage because I. I think you're looking at it, you're looking at it from a maybe not the wrong perspective, but trying to look at it from the other perspective. What does the CD key actually mean? It means that you paid for a I bought game. access to the game. Yeah. Okay. So if you consider Full that you unbridled can access forever access for the game as yeah, long yeah. as as long as I can download the as long as I can download No, no, the download you game. could do it you can always download the game. It's the city key that gives that gives you the like the legal ownership or, or, to owning the game to Correct. using the game. Okay, so imagine That's think of it the other way around. Is that imagine Steam goes down, but somehow you just have because somebody up, uploads all the games up to on whatever torrent site is. Somehow you have access to all the games anyway. It doesn't matter. But the city key is what do they represent? They don't represent the access to the games. What they represent is that they 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 you have the legal sort of they, you have the legal right to access those games so if if the developer comes knocking and says hey you're accessing my game then you have the key it yeah. kind of works the other way around in the case of a catastrophic failure like steam going down or disappearing it works you're, in the you're way taking that the approach of like you piracy is legal if you own a copy of the game that's how develop, that's how like for example that's how well, gog works but also the the because for example you can just download any copy Wherever it is, if it's a GOG copy, if it's a, a GOG.com copy of a game, you are you are legally allowed to download it and distribute it and do whatever you want with that copy. It what you're not legally allowed to do is actually install it and play it if you don't buy, uh, own it, if you didn't buy it. And what GOG or uh, CD Projekt did, decided to do with GOG.com is that they just don't care. They don't. They're not going to pursue it. They're not gonna, like if you launch a game of theirs. An installation of of one of their games, they do, they don't come checking on you. They don't have what's known as DRM, which is digital rights management. It's a little bit of an archaic term, and there's reasons why it's called like that. But what that is is they don't check. They don't check if you bought the game when you launch one of their games, which is a good the thing for with Steam performance games, reasons. Of course. And also, presumably, GOG games, although they might have a contract for it for being on their platform, which is that like Square Enix doesn't care about what Steam cares about their games, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like Square Enix yeah. doesn't care about what Valve's opinion is of of how of how their game should be accessed for free or whatever. Now that y you've lost the original source or whatever, like Square Enix is gonna be like, no, fuck you, buy the game again. Well, and, and that, that's what I'm saying. That's and, what I'm and saying. And if we like, don't if sell it anywhere, fuck you anyway. You still can't play your copy anywhere. And that, and that's you, the argument I'm making is that if if that were resulted to be the case, if that like Steam goes down and all these people have all, all the that these people have our keys and these keys are just immediately sent as like they're they're not valid anymore goodbye like go buy rebuy the game lol then i think you would see a but really a big push 
well that is a developer thing but i think that you would see a legislative push to say like no no if someone bought a key if they have a key that they legitimately purchased it it gives them the right to access this product you can't force them to buy a new key like that's not that's like a that's like a belief in justice happening that i don't have (laughs) no no no, but it's it's not what you're saying though no it's not gonna happen because it can't happen what you're saying is access you're focusing on the access part that's not what the key gives you the what access, the fuck like, is the key? Buy a game that, what is the fucking buy, point of the key? <laughs> look, if you buy a game that, that like an MMO, well, there's a okay. it doesn't even have to be an MMO. Online games that you bought on Steam, you may still be able to download them even, but you just can't play them because the servers are all offline. You cannot access that game. And there's games that you can't download even because they just get removed. Like the key is still valid. In fact, you still I'm pretty sure Blizzard it. like legally took down all of the other people hosting wow and whatnot so i don't think the idea that you that like you owning wow lets you play wow elsewhere like i don't think yeah, that's not the, i don't think that's how this the, works legally at all the key isn't i think, the I think your steam itself. key is just the, your ability to play your steam copy of the game and if steam's gone yeah. then you're fucking out to dry fuck you you better yeah you better either have a, a, a hack or o- otherwise but, buying a game on xbox would give you it on playstation that's no, because, because if, it, if it's there, you, like that's the same game you own it. What if one console goes away? You should own it on the other platform. So, by again, that logic, consoles mm. don't follow the same rule. Consoles are a garbage. I don't see any system. justification where competing PC uh, distribution platforms have to follow any different rules than consoles. It's it's not that they have. I'm not to, saying it's, it's good. That, I hate it, but I don't see any legal distinction. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing as being a PS5. Like no no uh so you, when you, you buy own the game on so Steam and that's all that it PC, buy, you bought it for PC is its own umbrella so say for instance Grand Theft Auto is a great example of this Grand Theft Auto is available from the Rockstar website Steam and from Epic Games and a, a bunch of other ones it's basically available any fucking where you want to go to now when you uh when you go to the Rockstar or like when you o- open up GTA and it asks for your CD key, it doesn't distinguish where you got that key from. It doesn't give a shit where mm-hmm. you got that key from. It doesn't care if it was from Steam, GOG, could be from your neighbor's backyard basement. It doesn't give a fuck. All that matters is that you have a valid CD key that it can use to go, but hey, yeah, that's the I right that's number un- of uh, I think that's things. unusual. No, no, but it, it, I, what but, I'm saying is but that this the doesn't CD apply key... to consoles because consoles don't get CD keys. What they get <laughs> is d- they get discs. They get specific licenses to those products. And remember, this was the whole big fucking yeah. awful garbage that Xbox was trying to do, saying I, that like, well, hey, I, I think GTA no one is owns a weak, their games. A weak example because I think it's just a weird niche example. Okay, fine. It, Crusader Kings Three does this. Uh, Age think, of Empires think, does this. I think that, uh, that uh, GTA is just a weird example where it launched on uh, with so many. It originally had so many different ways of being bought, and I feel like it didn't even originally have a way to buy it separately, maybe, and or, or that or it was just so popular on Steam, and eventually Rockstar wanted to push you, or yeah, they basically just wanted to force you to use their launcher and not use the other platforms at all. So yeah. they just were like, "Hey, yeah. we'll honor your your Steam key. Come to the Rockstar launcher. So, get the okay, fuck out of so Steam." That was a move. That wasn't like them honoring things out of goodwill. They wanted you on their launcher the way that Blizzard wants you on their launcher. So fine, let's take another company as an example. Paradox Interactive. Paradox Interactive creates City Skylines. But then once again, like every one of these will just be anecdotes. Well, the point I'm trying to make here is that this... A larger list of examples of companies that happen to honor this particular practice does not make it the way things work. It does not make it the rules or the law, and it does not make it evidence of what will happen if Steam is gone. 
I mean, no, but I you, guess I, I think I, it's I just, enough, it's just, just evidence that that Crusader Kings will do it. The point I'm trying to make is that only evidence that Crusader Kings will do it. The point I'm trying to make is that generally speaking, the the concept of CD keys was that you can that it, it it's not tied to a specific platform or service. The idea sure is the that CD you have keys bought. concept was just to be. Uh, the drm yes that's <laughs> it all it is it just solely like, exists it was literally to just, just say, to make sure you your copy of the disc wasn't pirated cd keys predate every digital platform yes and that's just, the, the oh, argument the i'm making is that this has is... a weird kaleidoscope thing that you have to use to <laughs> solve whether or not you own this copy for real yeah, and yeah. so the point I'm making is that there are a lot of games that still follow this methodology. So, but like, of using I'm, a I'm CD saying like CD keys were never and, about providing access; they're about denying access. Well, sure. I, I mean, they don't. Every, they don't. They're never. They were never designed for the thing yes. you're saying they're there to do. Uh, but the, but the what, but what I'm the saying that that's what the, that's today. what the monetary exchange is for. When I pay money for a game, I'm paying f specifically for that CD key, and that CD key specifically generally speaking in most pc games only works as a me as a key to get me into starting uh, installing or starting a game it doesn't give me the like god access like if there's servers and they're shut down it doesn't give me that access all it gives me the access to is putting an executable on my fucking computer that i can then open no it and doesn't it does something though. It doesn't okay. give you access to the executable then, on the key. That's a different service. So, so then it's like in this so in this logic, no one owns anything. No, no, no. And you can't the force people to own anything. You, access. you own no, you that can't, but... Steam copy of that exact game. That's no, what you no, don't own the Steam copy. You don't own anything. Like what the this entire no, the premise Steam... then is that I have never bought a single thing in my life. Like I have never <laughs> no, bought a single video no, game in my no, life. My Steam library is made up of lies. I mean you did literally buy CD keys. No, I Think didn't. About it. I didn't <laughs> buy CD keys because those CD keys don't fucking exist. Apparently, and no. like, Andrew, let me <laughs> let me try to show you. Like, I think if you, they if, get, if them I show losing you... meaning doesn't mean you didn't pay the money for a CD key. <laughs> think, but I'm think saying about that it, it like doesn't. They, but they don't think, do anything. So I yeah, didn't things buy can, anything. Something you bought can stop working. That doesn't undo the <laughs> transaction. I, I, I'm not saying and that it stops very working. I'm saying it literally never transaction because they keep your money. Yeah. Think about it like this, though. You download, you you buy GTA off of Steam, and you pay it once. You download it once. You play it once. So you have paid for the game, and you downloaded it once, and you played it. But you can, you uninstall it. You in a few years down the line, you can download it again. You have access to it. You still have access to it. The access to the thing that you bought, it can be redeemed in a way or that access you have that access a lot of times you can keep downloading the same game over and over again oh my god forever. cd keys are nfts <laughs> you're only so what paying I'm trying for to the say... link <laughs> no 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 it's not the link though it's 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 weirder than that the access <laughs> is a service <laughs> the access to the game is a service that steam provides for free effectively because steam could say you buy this game you download it once it's your it's your uh it's your business you can't download it again and they, it, it would still be the same game, and you'd still have the same access. But they don't, they wouldn't download, let you download it again. It's still, this, you know, it, you still buy the same thing. You just don't have the extra, you know, good, good service of being able to download it again in the future if you want to go back to the game or whatever. If you've deleted your local copy. So what I'm trying to say here is that the access to the game itself, the game files. When I'm saying the access to the game, I mean the game files. The access to the game files is not the same as the the. Um, 
as the owning the ownership of the game of the um of the game so those are two different things and they are correlated obviously because you you know you have if in steam you have to you have to uh buy the game to be able to download the game but they're not exclusive and in fact in in steam for example you can get a refund of your game and you can maintain the video the game files in your computer after you get the refund it's just that once you launch the game, the game detects Steam detects that you don't own the game anymore because you got a refund and it deletes itself. But still, the files are still there. So those things are unrelated to each other. And and what I'm saying is that if in the future you access the games in another way, either because some other company gave you the files, either the, it could be the company that made the game, it could be some other company. But in the in the future, Steam goes down, you access the files in another way, you. You still technically have paid for the Steam service for the ownership of that game, but obviously there are scenarios, and and that's what Keith was talking about. There are scenarios where, like for example, if it's a different console or maybe it's a different edition, like instead of being the normal edition, it's the ultimate edition or whatever, and you don't have the exact version of the game or whatever. You know what I mean? What I'm trying to say is that there's a distinction between the accessing the files and the actually owning the game those are two different things i think i'm not a legal expert <laughs> that's this entire I mean, conversation at this, point, at this point i just want steam to fail so that everyone loses their games <laughs> just so we can it's see just, what happens just yeah, i just want, I literally want to be proven right or wrong right now i want every single gaming platform steam epic gog all of them to just cease existing by some law. gog is a good I want, one i want like gog every is... single digital marketplace to I mean, just be illegal and they must be <laughs> shut down no, like Gog is good because if day, it goes down, and nothing is lost in the sense that you own, you still I own the know. game. I don't know. We'll see. I guess we're going to have to <laughs> battle royale them all out, and we're going to see what happens to everyone else with their video games. Because I know what happens in console. If Sony or, or Microsoft just stop doing it tomorrow, that's it. You're fucked. You have a console of just dead-ass, pointless games. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if you can even start half of your discs, because all of them have shitty DRM on them that validate based on online but connectability. But that Gog doesn't, though. So, they, like, they explicitly well, allow, give you I, we'll a lifetime. See. We'll see. Like, it's in the, I, in because the, in the writing. Uh, but but how are you going to get your games? You can't oh, you download can get, them from GOG. But, uh, but you can, it's the same right now. You can go. You can download the games from anywhere. Uh, your friend can give you the games. It's it, it, yes. It's still, it's what I'm saying right is now. that word of but mouth transmission all, if, of games? If if all of the places that you can download discs, games I mean, from, like massive hard drives, because games are sixty gigs now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I the shareware culture is long gone. There's no like Yeah, but the Gog, oh, Gog, Gog works like disc. that though. Gog works I, like that. You can download off of Pirate Bay if you want. It doesn't matter. It like that's it's not illegal. You're not doing anything wrong. But can't the can't the distri- what? Can't the publisher of the game also still come after you for downloading the game illegally on Pirate Bay? No, because you own the game. But you you <laughs> You have to prove that you own the game after they've already sent you a letter that they're suing you. Well, yeah, but that's the legal, you know, <laughs> which, that's, which that's costs money sounds, to do, which means you've like already put yourself in the hole for this. This is a terrible idea. But like, like a, but go a and read the, the, the GOG r- terms of, of uh... I mean, just OK, technically, when you buy a gun, a gun place can just be like, we're not liable for what you like. You can take this gun <laughs> and use it at the at the shopping mall. It's fine. Like, but that doesn't mean you can go use it at the shopping mall. Like, just because Cog says you could just download it from anywhere doesn't mean you can legally download it from anywhere. Like, but if they, 
I mean, it's I that's the whole thing about their their uh I think that's just like a weird like I I feel like that's a non-legally binding statement. I don't think that they can say that all they want, but they, I don't think it actually means anything if someone contract, came after though. you. Like when but, you pay them, they, they when you pay them for the games or even yes. you, it doesn't have to you don't have to pay cuz the contract is still valid. The, the, if they say that they own the rights for a game and they're giving you the, the personal ownership of whatever rights they're giving you uh, and, and they're not transferable and all the normal things that, you know, buying games entails. When they say that they're doing that, they're the ones liable for, for that. Like, for example, if you go to, I don't know, if you bought a game off of a, a, sh a shop, a, a brick and mortar shop, and they had stolen it because they, they just robbed another shop and just were selling stolen games. You're not liable for that game being stolen. It's the company that, you know, the people who sold you the game that said, oh, this is a legally acquired game. Here's the game. Here's your thing. Like, it's the same thing. If if GOG is lying and saying, oh, we actually own the Witcher rights and you can just download it and own it, own the files. The files are yours. And if for some reason they don't own the files that's not your liability it's them doing wrong things they're the ones that are on the on the hook for it i, did, I had no idea this was going to take off the way it did i thought everyone uh, was on an agreement of the idea that like because it's like a mantra at this point it's repeated so often like that like when you when you buy something on a digital storefront you're just buying like a license and not really the game where but that's but no, but that's the thing though. But now this that, went places. You're right. You're right when you say that. But it's the same thing as when you buy a, um, when you buy like a a, a painting. It's the same exact thing. I mean, you own not the painting. Of, it's right there. Yeah, are but you... it's it's not your painting. It's the artist's painting. The copyrights are not. Oh, you don't own the copyright. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. not saying so when you buy Tomb Raider of... at the store, you bought Tomb Raider from Square Enix, like as an IP. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but like it's just a copy in the sense it's kind of. So no, this yeah, isn't true. Movie. Uh, this is actually not true. When you buy a game off GOG, you also have to agree to the contract terms from a developer and publisher of the game. Oh, they have. And, for, okay, there you go. Yeah. And so most publishers do not that let you redownload your game from other sources. It's like we're back to the original uh, problem where it's like this: the the aspirational Valve quote probably will only ever apply to their games, just like how GOG's stuff arguably only really applies to their games so it's like all right well, also, you can play witcher yeah, and cyberpunk they're very <laughs> offhand about this by the way which is like you can basically do whatever you want with it but only if the publisher says yes so like <laughs> even yeah, mods are still like you can have mods but only if the publisher says you can have mods which, which is like a really yeah. weird thing to say it um, makes sense for them to be like that because can you imagine managing the legal rights for every game they publish it they looks like the only to, thing yeah. you're it's legally just, allowed I, I to redistribute without I think there is an unspoken any... assumption that is not true, that this platform negotiates that thing with every game that they ever host, and so they're all in lockstep on the same idea, but they're they not. Well, they don't have to negotiate it, though, because it's just the terms of service. Well, I mean, like, distribute I, on I mean, like, have, I, mean, like, I think people would be surprised to hear there. there's a, oh, if the publisher agrees clause, because I think a lot of people using GOG are under the assumption that the entire platform works that way and the publisher had to agree in order to have it on that platform in the first place. Where, but yeah, if there's yeah. a clause, that means that, that's not true. So this is which under, means that people uh, are wrong about what they think GOG even does. And that is a thing they'd yeah. be interested in learning. This, yeah. is under the, this is under the GOG user agreement. So when you're under oh, the user agreement policy, uh, well, this is their, so uh, let's see, where is user it? User license agreement? This is under their, 
User uh, agreements, right? The yeah, first here one. it is. Uh, yeah. Using GOG services and GOG content. When you buy, access, or install GOG games, you might have to agree to an additional contract terms with the developer publisher of the game. Uh, oh, but that's different. Uh, so that's, that's well, just the no, game. The, 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 the end user license agreement for another company most likely tells you you're not allowed to redistribute or copy their game or that's download normal, copies normal. of their game. You wouldn't. Yeah, that's but the, that, that defeats the whole purpose, doesn't it? Like no, you no, can't no, do no. anything. You don't own. You do not have the free access to do anything you want with that content. You still have to follow someone else's rules. God no, can just say you can do whatever you only... want, but only if they let you. No, but the thing is, those rules are only enforceable after you install the game. Those are the, uh, when you install a game, you have to accept a EULA. Like, that's just been normal since no, forever. No, no, when you buy. No, no, the, but that. When I, you I, buy I, the game. You, so which, uh, it, which article is that? One point. That is, so that is uh, 2.2. Oh, it's 2.2. 2.2. When you buy, access or install GOG. So, it, yeah, it, it, yeah, you're probably right. There are, I think there are some games that have uh, upfront EULAs before you buy. So I've seen that. Yeah, I know. Borden lawyer guy. Yeah, we need, we need to... He'll break it, it down. Legal, the guy wears, a, here. Like, wears like a funny hat and makes really I long would be, I would be shocked to, to hear to watch, that there's... So then I read the comments would, that say what he actually said. You're talking about uh, <laughs> Legal Eagle. No, uh, no. I, legal Eagle no? is usually too concise. And so you, in some cases, he's too... Yeah, because he saves the good stuff no, for Nebula. There's a guy with glasses <laughs> that makes really long, boring videos about some of the stuff. And if you re- then okay. usually the top comment oh, explains what the uh, video actually says because the video is like, like a French two hours name, long. doesn't he? I think he wears he funny like hats or something guy. as like a gimmick. I don't know. He wears yeah, funny he's like hats. a French guy, Pierre or something or other. I don't remember. <laughs> There's uh, in I, any case, yeah, I, I, know I would be. About. Oh, I know. I would if be Steam goes down, you're gonna need the lockpicking lawyer to get your games back. <laughs> I, I would be surprised to know that there is any uh, any game company with worth their weight and salt that's not indie that would let you do anything to their game that isn't pay them money. Like, it's. Like the, the but those most cons- like, like yeah, for I example, if I, you I have don't laws- even think CD Projekt Red believes in that. I think that I bet but- CD Projekt Red has their own EULA that says when you buy a copy of like Witcher, you're not allowed to redistribute Witcher. I think like I don't even think CD Projekt Red follows their own fucking weird EULA. In fact, Witcher policy. has a whole other thing where it's rife with a, a mess because Witcher is a licensed product that they don't own the IP to. <laughs> And so you, uh, you like you think about all these games that get delisted after a year no, or two do because know. they don't own the music anymore or some other thing CD like Project they're not allowed to sell the game anymore. Like, like I think they do know. I think they own the complete. Uh, they do. No, like, they don't. They don't own the full license to Witcher. No, no, for video games they do though. I don't know if they. I don't think that stuff works in perpetuity. I, I think, think it's they, like, like that's one of the reasons why the author. Is, I think that's one of the reasons why the author of the books was so upset about them because they they basically cheap skated him they they he thought oh this stupid video game who plays video games anyway yeah. and they bought it they bought it for like a million and a half or something like that and like complete full rights for all video games in perpetuity <laughs> i think it was something like that i remember reading about it i might be wrong though womp womp. but not for like videos and movies i hope you guys have all enjoyed another exhausting capitalism podcast <laughs> Where you yell about how the was industry works, but also we're wrong, so everyone gets to yell us about also why we're, we're wrong. wrong. Yes, that's and also that's it's like eighty percent just... semantics again, so it's hard to follow again. what anyone's even yeah, saying. This is, this is like why I never became a lawyer because it seemed like such a waste of time. Like, what Look, are you even getting out of it at the end of the day? You're just like sitting here talking about stupid shit, and at the end of the day, you just want one normal thing, which is like it's teleportation. Can, can you just, it's not death. Can you just own a thing that you bought with money? 
and it's like no you can't I'm kidding, I'm kidding. we have to have like 50 different fucking laws against owning anything and it's like all right forget it then i don't care anymore just don't own anything why mm -hmm. bother but why do you like, buy if a country like if a country says a... if a country says that whatever a company gives you you're free to make copies of it for yourself uh then you are it doesn't matter what the company says because the, that's the laws of the country like I th i'm pretty sure here in europe uh, you are ma you are legal you are legally allowed to make safety copies and access those safety copies of whatever digital contact you buy. If you didn't want copies of something, don't fucking sell something because in, don't in give country, it to me. You, you don't want me to make a copy of it. from your ISP when you use Resilio. Yeah, right. You? Your freaking what? ISP rats on you immediately. It's like, oh, I see that you're using a BitTorrent product it's i like, think you're doing illegal crimes yeah, could you stop like, that it's like sir i'm sharing footage i made <laughs> they are yeah, so but they can't shit. tell they just Get see the that fuck uh, out of my hair yeah they just see that you're doing peer-to-peer -peer you emails because of that oh yeah oh, and, then, and then you and then it's like you're in like a fucking because all the millennials are in the situation where we're all living in like these shared housing env environments where somebody else actually controls the internet in that household too even if you're paying into it and it's like so you're getting like you have to like explain to another person why the ISPs are wrong and that you're not like doing bad things that you, that's going to get the house in trouble and you're like I it's, yeah. it's, it's such it's everything's so fucking irritating. What is I mean I've always known that blaming peer to peer is it's just peer, bad. That's why that's why I'm all the more like <laughs> and people think we're going to be able to like like somehow redeem and get our our copies that are totally legit pirated copies like oh yeah great. Yeah. That's that's how that's how the American internet works. Yeah. The uh, the what happened to Mega? The, uh, the publishers of the game and the ISP <laughs> totally care that you technically own a CD key of this game somewhere. Do you remember Mega Upload? That thing went down. Mega Upload's still around. Yeah, just go to Did Mega. Did it like tank and f burn? No, the you're talking you're so uh the the original Mega Upload was owned by a guy who went to jail for really crimes? bad stuff yes um <laughs> crimes i, remember I can't remember exactly what fraud, he did but uh, yeah let's see you <laughs> you're looking it up right now yeah i, I forgot for a what... long time for a long time actually just downloading stuff off of the internet so not through peer-to-peer -peer, which is you know p2p that's uh it's an actual oh, technology it. that um, for a long time, downloading stuff over the internet was the way people pirated stuff. And I think these days it's just different. I, I don't know. I don't... What? So he was given... Are you talking uh, about like how back in the day people used to download stuff online to pirate and now they don't? What, what, is it, what do they yeah, do now? So, so, they don't so Mega Upload... No, no. Mega, I the, think in between 2005 see, and 2010 or somewhere around there, it was mostly just, you know, looking it up online and downloading it off of uh, Mega Upload and, and like big repositories that... Live yeah, Mega Upload just hosted everything. It just hosted yeah. any kind of like it's just a big zip file. Because LiveWire is peer to peer. The yeah, lot of, like, uh, Mega Upload was servers. peer to peer. Yeah, um, and they had so, the servers like in Sweden or whatever people. Uh, yeah. So he's in jail for uh, racketeering. Where ROMs are now. He's uh, yeah, yeah. He's in jail for racketeering, conspiracy to commit copyright infringement, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Um. Let's see. He was also involved in 
That might be related to Mega Upload, though. I think yeah, went well, down that is, yeah. So that is that's related to Mega Upload. Uh, so Mega yeah, Upload went bankrupt because obviously his entire assets got frozen, which meant he couldn't pay the bills for oh, Mega that's Upload. What happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so because the servers couldn't get paid for, Mega Upload just ceased existing. Uh, but the name got bought out by somebody else. I can't remember who. Um, Russian. I don't know who owns Mega. Mega that's weird in its in own way sense. the fact that games Owner. just get that that properties just come back because somebody was like yeah but i want to be that now it's my turn to, so, to pretend to be that person yeah so it looks like it's it's just a branch off from mega upload because it's based in the same area um the mega oh, yeah mega service it is, is chinese uh, owned yeah i figured yeah uh no it's new zealand yeah mega limited is a company based in auckland new zealand uh it, it's <laughs> basically it was it's, it's it was made by the same guy who made mega upload um and yeah but now it's not used I, the same I, I just don't think as... he owns it right yeah i don't think he don't owns know. it i think he opened i think he like i think mega upload was owned by mega limited uh, and so mm-hmm. once Mega Upload got its bad rap, they just cut the upload port at part and turned it back into Mega. Um, the thing about these services it. is that back then it was, and because like Amazon, uh, what's AWS stand for? Amazon uh, Web Services. Yeah, that's the one. And and just other cloud services that now are the back end of everything that we use, like Discord right now. Yeah. Um, like back then, if you wanted to upload a, an image or whatever online, it, you actually, it was kind of, you just had to go to a, a completely unrelated website to whatever yeah. you were using. Image Shack. Yeah. Image Shack, or yeah. Image Shack. Like, Shack. Like, I think didn't it have like ass. a golden frog or something? Yeah, I think Image Shack's still around. I used to upload so, everything yeah. to Image Shack. I, I used Imager. At some I think, point, I, I yeah, I didn't Imager. know about, what about Imager back then if it was even around. Yeah, they, like they came yep, in. It's went. still around. There is Image Shack. Wow. And Mega oh, I still have my account just... for it too. Can I still log nice. in? Oh, I need to pay twenty dollars a year to use it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Which makes uh, sense because you know it's expensive hosting all this stuff. And the only reason that Discord and other platforms sustain their own server costs is because they have associated revenue streams. Speculative lending. Wow, I still have a, all of my pictures are still on here, but they're locked. I can't view them because I didn't pay the twenty dollars. How do a I month. get in the business of having a company that just like it doesn't have to make a profit via magic because it's in the tech industry? Uh, you have to, you have to be you have to be fat rich uh, already, become a landlord, um, and yeah. then you just kind of like bankroll. You basically have to bankroll your company for a few years until you until you have enough users that investors go, wait a second. This could be good. And then you take their money and use that to bankroll your company while making no money. And then you have Twitter. Um, yeah, I'm just, it's I'm not just, the only solution. There you go. I mean, that's pretty much the best solution. I'm just if, fascinated the by how solution, many tech company in like social media websites are just like supposedly non-profitable for like, like well after like they've been like shaping the world for the worse for 10 years <laughs> like they're still not even a profitable company and no, you're like the, how hey, are you, you allowed to exist because you're living off the speculative price yeah the best the best solution is always to have a profitable business model and then live off of the the, the speculation because it not only does it bol- bolster your speculative price but also because it's just a fallback that's good like you see that a lot with um uh there's 
It's uh, what's the, uh, there's a term for it. What's like below unicorn companies? Oh, it's not below, uh, I guess, but because all the Venn diagrams are unicorns walk on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the uh, cl I don't know what the like the clinical word is for that. Yeah, there's like a, there's there's a term I've heard it a few times. Clinical unicorn. <laughs> Basically, it's companies that can't that, put uh, these words together. That have business models that are shaped for a market they're not in, so that they can be uh, bought out or or they can be invested by venture capitals, but they still work as normal. And, and so it's kind of weird to 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 think about it, but it's like imagine imagine Amazon the way they work. They, they, it's a very profit oriented model, but if they wanted to be bought by somebody else they would have to change the way they, they work because they would have to um if they wanted to be bought outright not not if they wanted to be traded on the market because that's different uh, i'm sure bird catcher knows exactly all this stuff and knows how to correct me here but it's just the, it, you see that like in in uh, race race teams for example it's it's very common for small race teams in you know cars uh, to work in that model where they actually get a lot of a lot more invest and spend a lot more uh, than they need to and they get more invested in them than they need to because it is the best way for a race team to sustain themselves is to be bought out and balloon their their operation because there's a lot of like privateers in in race cars where they just spend whatever the car costs and the the yearly cost of running the car and paying the drivers and the mechanics and that's it and they just get uh sponsors every year and that's it but that's not a long-term sustainable thing for if you want to like make it rich. If you want to be like, ah, oh, I have this race team that nobody has heard about because it doesn't matter. But um, I have this race team and I'm I'm like loaded. If you just want to race, that's you, you just you know just pay the price and that's it. But if you want to make it big, it's a different business model. It's really weird to think about, but I mean, I mean, I guess it makes sense in the sense that you just have to to be the cock of the roost. Wait, which out? The roost of the cock? <laughs> What's the term? Which, where does the cock come in? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> What's the word? What's the expression? You're so far the off, I can't even tell what you mean. <laughs> you need to be the, like, the walk of the... The roost of... You, Andrew, back me up here. You know this, these things. You have chickens. Why would I know all the colloquial like <laughs> words for or like I don't even know what you're trying to say? Like, I, what, I, didn't you need keep, to you need to like didn't like pump keep yourself chickens up. socially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't like go. I didn't go to like farmers meetings with other chicken owners. We didn't talk about like chicken wordplay. But I just had like chickens that I har like harvested their uh, empty eggs for. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just saying that if you have a company to sustain it, if your only objective is to sustain sustainably remain in the market and keep paying your employees and keep doing you know keep serving your clients, and you're you chump. don't have to do a lot of the things that companies do to cock of the like, walk. Someone who acts more important than others in a group. That's the one. Like someone who thinks they're t they're big shit. Yeah, I don't really. I don't like that at all. <laughs> that's the expression. I, 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 I don't knew like it was cock, not all. rooster. Cock of the walk. It's really unfortunate you... sounding. Yeah. 
I guess it was also but, really unfortunate whoever decided to call roosters cocks. That was a terrible decision. It's the other way around. The name, the, the, the colloquial cock comes from the roosters <laughs> the being called colloquial cocks. cock. Yeah, the proverbial. Not, not to be confused pecker. with the clocks cloaca, the cocks cloaca. Gross. <laughs> the cocks don't have cloacas, do they? Do they not? I mean, no, because they're no, they, they don't, right? And what that's, does? I mean, that's basic bird they, genitalia. They could if you want them to. But I mean, I don't know that they're there's their self. Do roosters not have from. cloaca? No, I think they have penises. And a penis. And an anus. <laughs> and an yeah, anus. <laughs> that's. I mean, they need to have the penis bit. So at least that that is there. <laughs> There's no reason why they wouldn't. Because the reason why it's called the cloaca is because it it's both uh, where the egg comes out of, but also where the pee comes out of, and where the poop comes out of. It's all mixed up, and that's you know that's that's why it's all weird. Uh, but for cocks, or for male birds, because this is all birds. It's not just a. Uh, not just chickens, uh, but for male birds, they have penises, so they, they would have to. I mean, maybe they. I don't, know. I don't think that male birds collectively have penises. I don't think that's a universal thing at all. Really? No, there's a whole thing called like the cloacal kiss, which is just a distressing phrase. What oh, this fuck? is all news to me. Hearing there's all de stuff. there's definitely stop. birds that mutually both just have cloaca. What is wrong with gender? This is all news to me. I must look into this. That's why I'm confused why? by you being like, no, <laughs> birds have penises. I'm like, I, I, well, some of them do, like the duck, which is a nightmare. But I think most don't. I, I don't know I thought, specifically I think... if if uh, if roosters do. Do roosters have penises? <laughs> I don't know how to write penises. It's like there a hard go. turn. Hmm. It's the hardest turn. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, we uh, mm -hmm. we need a new topic. Oh yeah, yeah. We I meant to just <laughs> I meant to just quickly bring up GTA and then transitioned also to Nintendo, but then we spent two hours on that series of tangents and eventually d d discussing the nature of owning things. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Yay. I said, just like how I said when we were starting, I'm like, it'll be fine, it'll it'll just go, and I won't have any control it over will. it. Like I won't be able to even tell yeah. where we're going with it, and and Absolutely. like like magic, we fucking had a probably a very frustrating argument about things we don't I'm understand sure that well that somebody's very mad at <laughs> somebody <laughs> is and i'm and, uh, i'm sorry that we're not smart i enough. love that i love making people mad but look about it like this the last time i traveled i uh i upset my friends so much uh, because they had the television on and i was just commenting on every single thing the television said uh, <laughs> and they were so upset at me that they have never talked to me again oh my god what <laughs> like what were you just talking over the tv yeah, was were they, watching, were they watching like a, a narrative show or like reality show? No, it was show? just the news or oh. just the news or normal things. Uh, and I was just news is about everything. Game. Fuck the news. <laughs> but no, Fuck what I mean news. to say is, if you're upset about our argument about the things, think about my friends that were upset about other things that are actually really annoying. I, I don't know if they were your friend. <laughs> no, they weren't. Damn. They weren't bad, <laughs> that seems like a tenuous claim. That's, it was. Yeah. This guy talks during the news. Out. I think I hate him. I'm never talking to yeah, him. Yeah, I'm saying this because of our conversation before the the stream. But yeah, that's people. 
people react in weird ways. So what 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 questions did we have from from last week? Oh, well, no, he's I, talking I, about Nintendo. I, I just previously was going to mention that oh, the, Nintendo, uh, right. in addition to all this, Nintendo pulled out the thing where they're like, well, now our online thing is going to be $50 a year, but it comes with this Nintendo 64 emulator to go alongside the Nintendo and Super Nintendo emulators. And like, apparently this every every game on the Nintendo 64 emulator is they're just universally worse than the original oh, games. Oh, no. Like they're all... What? Like the emulator's inefficient, so it adds input lag to all the games, but like the level of noticeability is like variable there. But specifically, mm. it's got like, like a part of what I was thinking about the Silent Hill thing earlier is like famously the Silent Hill 2 and 3 collection. They couldn't emulate the PS2's fog on PS3, so a famously fog oriented atmosphere game didn't have fog. And so, yeah. among other things, it meant that when you were playing Silent Hill, like, like on Silent Hill 2, there's it, near the beginning, you like you're on like a dock or something with Maria or Mary or whatever her name is, because there's two of them, and uh, like you're looking out over, and like the camera pans out and they're like small in the corner and you see like this abyss of fog over the lake and it just kind of ends into like the fog, like that's what tapers it off and that creates the atmosphere. But you play it on PS3, you can just see the giant square that is the the uh, like game area's boundaries because the fog isn't obscuring it, so you can yeah. just see like a repeating floor texture and then just the square of where it ends because it's supposed to all be covered in fog, and like apparently. A bunch of the uh, a bunch of the uh, Nintendo sixty four games have those kinds of problems. Like the, the even the Zelda games, which you think that they could like if it was anything wrong with it, you think they could just fucking change the game. But it's apparently just a really lazy emulation of the game that just is worse in many ways and has many like missing features and like visual elements. And I guess some of the games are just straight up buggy. Like people are playing like a Mario Kart and the trees are flying away, <laughs> like in the course. Like just all sorts of insane wow. things are happening. Like the games are a huge buggy messes in addition to looking, having like graphical glitches and all these other problems. And it's just like, I Nintendo, what are you doing? Like this was like, it's this is this is some of your most like famous games ever. Like how do you, like you're mishandling Ocarina of Time. Why are you doing that? It's like the same, that's why... It came to mind with the GTA stuff. I'm like, these these aren't like small deal things. These are like the most important things you own in some cases. And it's like, why are you not treating them carefully? Like, how are you just putting I don't out think they care. broken versions of your own products? I really don't think that they care. Like, I'm sure there's a, there's a lot of people working on Nintendo that are enormous fans of their games. It's why it's but interesting when you talk ups. about like how much of a disaster corporate structure is at getting anything done and being managed yeah. well. Because like... Nintendo still consistently puts out games that are so carefully well made. It's just every element of the pro of the company that isn't the new video games part of the company. Like it's, it looks like a it's like such a shittier company that it's like that's why it's confusing. You're like, but these are the people that put out like Breath of the Wild and things, and like, or that really that really nice Luigi's Mansion and like like all these games that come out that are so carefully put together the way they are. And then you have like the part of them that's like, and here's Zelda again, and it's like, what happened? <laughs> or like my that's video, why you should like never have about how the HD remakes of the 3D Zeldas age faster than the original copies do because now they all have discontinued features that have been because <laughs> they took offline only games and made them have online features of some kind and then turned off those online features. So now all those games are like partially broken in a way that they're the games that they're remakes of aren't. And that's why you should never have uh, loyalty to companies. If you have loyalty to artists, that's already, you know, you'll get 
burned eventually, but uh, that's better than that's so much better than loyalty to to, to companies because companies they're nameless. They they, I mean they're not nameless because it's literally Nintendo. But the point is, they the decisions that are made they're not made for the love of the thing that you love. And so incomprehensible. I, 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 like for context like, people there's a on my channel boring keith there's a video about zelda that has the full argument but like yeah like twilight princess has 50 chests that are like chests in those games are supposed to be like a reward of like oh man i solved this area and look at this chest at the end what's going to be in it and it's a fucking meverse stamp for the meverse that's been down for years like at this point the meverse was gone long has been gone for longer than it was ever around and like a lot of those features uh i forget which one i think the worst one was twilight princess where like i think the time between twilight princess launching its hg version and the weavers going down i think was less than a year so like that <laughs> feature like worked for less than a year works. and they like permanently <laughs> made the campaign worse for it or like how when you're playing uh wind waker hd it's mandatory that you have to like when you're on like the island that's like the the main village island in part of the process of continuing the story you have to play this fucking what's essentially like a an unlock quest and tutorial for these bottles that don't work anymore <laughs> so <laughs> you play this like you do this quest to unlock it with with tingle and then you get the feature and it tutorializes you on how to use it and then you just get a pop-up say uh, you just get up it, it has a pop-up message that's a wii u error message saying that the that the me versus shut down or whatever and it, it, but like they didn't patch out the quest so like it just it, it's like a mandatory part of every playthrough forever of wind waker is you going to this error message about the Miiverse. And it's like this is like the opposite of nintendo polish this is really this is not yeah. a good sign and then I'm playing yeah. fucking Metroid Dread. I'm like, oh, this is really nice. Look at this cool, ass, like, well-made game. Like it and it's like, really why, well. why, why is the quality level of this company so all over the place these days? It, it looks like he plays really well, Me Me Metroid Dread. Yeah. Hey, well, that must have been a real difficult game to pull off. Because the, the premise is, uh, like, the, it needs to play well. Otherwise, it's, it's it, you know, Because of the chase <laughs> stuff and everything. Yeah. I like oh, the man. confidence of of uh, making a 2D game because there's like there's such an idea that like that that kind of game is the, in the past or it's like yeah. indie only or something. So if you make a mm -hmm. game that's 2D like that, it's like and it, and this happened. People were like, "This isn't worth the money. This isn't this isn't God of War." They literally were like, <laughs> "Compare this screenshot to God of War. This is a waste of money. This is this is sixty. <laughs> this is what sixty dollars for PlayStation gets you. This is what sixty dollars for Nintendo gets you." Like this kind of dumb arguments. And it's like, I, but like people like Metroid, don't they? And it shouldn't have to like fucking reinvent itself Sonic style just to be playable. Admittedly, people really like Metroid Prime also. So they, it was one of the games that seems to have made the jump to 3D relatively well. But like the idea that all of the classic, like the the classic formats of these games, have to go away <clears throat> just because the uh, the overall industry moved does like that's stupid. And it's like there's like a weird like like fucking like self damaging approach that gamers have to games where like they only see it as valuable if it has all the flashy 3D graphics, which means invariably every game has to pursue having that 
uh, every game has to pursue the same shitty over-the-shoulder third-person camera because that shows off all of the graphics, both the environment and the character model that you're playing, because that's how like people perceive the graphics as being good, and that's why every almost every game plays worse now because the third-person camera, the, the over-the-shoulder third-person camera is good for almost no genres. <laughs> Like a God well, of War is a fucking melee benefit. action game that has an over-the-shoulder, claustrophobic third-person camera, and it's like, wow, this game is just worse. And and Elf people, and then gamers are like, "Game of the generation, we voted for it." And like, what? It was like it wasn't bad, but it was made worse by this choice. And you made it, and you decided it's the best game of the entire generation. Uh, Skyrim keeps getting really, really released, so it's like, I mean, whatever people say, like, it doesn't it, burn it, it all it, down. <laughs> no more God of War with a bad blam, blam, bad blam, ending blam. The, the story is bad I didn't even play it but the story is bad how dare you <laughs> we're rehashing the thing though but yeah using God of War as a comparison is. Uh... <laughs> meanwhile it's like it, it fucking God of War is like in a prison of its own making where it's also like the game that's never good enough like like like, like, like on one hand, everyone compares everything to God of War as why that game's not good enough and it's not AAA enough and they're not like like not processing how bad and stupid that entire approach to this is. But then God of War mm -hmm. itself is like, oh, the sequel to God of War is not good enough. Like they're just reusing the animation. How dare they? It's going to just be a glorified expansion because they reused the boat animation. Gamers are really bad at everything. Yes, that is that's just an inev inevitability for sure. One of the worst things oh. is when any of them use the word engine in sentences they talk about like it uses the same engine as this or this is a better engine or like they don't know what engines are they don't they fundamentally <laughs> don't know what an engine is and every time someone on twitter says game engine in any context they just reveal they have no idea what a game engine is at all sometimes it matters like for example if you're comparing... yeah but they talk about engines as if engines make the graphics <laughs> Like all yeah, those graphics, not... uh, they can tell from the graphics that the engine's better. And like, that's not, you can just plug graphics into most yeah, engines. Into like, engine. That's not, yeah, most, <laughs> that's yeah. not at all how this works. Jesus that's Christ. That's like the people. very first thing you learn when you start making games is like the graphics interface is different. From they have the no game idea. Engine. Like they, 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 they will never, they could not comprehend how many games are made on Unity and how they're the fundamentally thing, like, not even in the same genre even... or look similar. But even if they're made in Unity, I think even Unity is not the engine itself, like when it actually matters. If you have a company, I don't know, like uh, a good example is uh, it's not Unity, but it's a similar sort of uh, engine, uh, engine, effectively. That is the engine. Uh, but if you think of Age of Decadence and uh, Dungeon Rats and Dead, uh, Dead State, those are, are three games. These, that are, these are games I never games. think of. <laughs> yeah but there are three games they're indie games that are they use the same engine and the engine itself is is custom made in the sense that it, it's based off of something like unity it's not unity i i, f I forget the name of the engine but um it's it, it could be it might as well have been unity it doesn't really change anything uh but it's like they when they made the age of decadence they had to build all the technology to you know to have turn-based combat and to have item management and to have dialogue and all the stuff that an rpg needs and they have those tools or they have those those systems and those functions and all those things integrated with their own tools for making the levels for making the dialogues the items and all that because it's not just 
uh, it's not just how the game processes the information. It's also how you yourself, when you're making a game, put the information into the game. So they have all these things set up that they, the company that made that little indie game, The Age of Decadence, uh, that they ported over to their new game that they're making. It's called Colony Ship. Uh, and the Colony Ship is, make, is being made in um, Unity, uh, not Unity, in uh, the Unreal Engine. Because it's it, it's a lot easier to make it look pretty, uh, but they still use largely the same tools, and the tools are, were so well thought out, or at least so complete, uh, for the game that they originally made that they were able to uh, sell off or not. I mean, license, I suppose, their own indie engine for for the Dead State developers, uh, who incidentally are uh, Brian Mitsoda and his wife uh, Annie Mitsoda. Then you might recognize those names, but. Um, but basically, because even though the engine comes from an engine that I don't remember, the functions of how the game plays and how the camera works and how the items are deployed and all that, even though the game kind of, the games look different, they're still the same engine. And that's, I think, where the word engine really matters. But it's you know, on such a high level, or I suppose that would be low level. No, that's high that's level. That's why it's so it's grossly high... misapplied. misapplied yeah, yeah, people yeah. try to look People try to look at screenshots and videos of a game and be like, aha, that is what... that like." That's what they understand the a game as being. So they're like, oh, that's what that's what the engine is. And it's like, um, no. Yeah. Uh, Pillars no. of Eternity and Hearthstone are both in Unity. Yeah. And one of them's yeah. a card so game and the other one's a CRPG. <laughs> like, <laughs> just a fundamental yeah. misunderstanding of what words mean. But, well, it's but, just a uh, thing. Like, for a while. We, yeah, people will when just... The, when the, the new consoles are coming out, people were talking about teraflops. I was like, you don't know what a fucking teraflop is. You can't even see a teraflop. <laughs> Shut up. Like, people are just like, oh, I can't buy an Xbox. It doesn't have enough teraflops. I'm like, okay. How many teraflops <laughs> are needed to make the PS2? How many teraflops are in the fucking NES? Like, shut up. Stupid words. You don't know what they mean. And they actually have no weight to you because, like, half the games you play don't even use one teraflop. You look at fucking Call of Duty. It's not using teraflops. You're using some kind of, like, shitty hamster on a wheel. Teraflops. <laughs> hate, hate stupid gamer buzzwords for shit. People don't know what they mean and they don't actually usually mean anything anyway rtx if i don't have rtx am i even playing video games it's yeah all that matters. i need the dlss for the nvidia g-sync or else what's the point i'm even not gonna moment, get my fucking the, the moment a game fucking is moving all those really hyper detailed graphics are just fucking noise yeah. no that's they're just, they're why just an obstacle between you and frames <laughs> that's why you have to turn off motion blur because otherwise what's the point but I don't mean that they're blurry because it's moving. I mean because you're playing a game, so your your brain immediately reduces everything to its base components, so you can comprehend the game and read it. So true. Re I can see every yeah. frame of Overwatch readability is more important than RTX. But whatever. Overwatch isn't graphically uh, is the 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 graphics of Overwatch are already designed to age. Like that's I mean, that's, one, I of the, that's, that's something... one of the things that Blizzard's best at is having graphics that yeah, age yeah. well and are like ridiculously that, yeah. optimized. <laughs> Like you turn they, Overwatch they to well low, and, and you're like, did it even change? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was genuinely like, I was, I was so baffled when I switched Overwatch all the way from high to low, and I'm like, did it? What changed? <laughs> what does it look <laughs> different or not? I can't tell because <laughs> it's like yeah, so, it's, it's so stylized that I'm like, I don't even know what high was doing. Ambient occlusion or something? One of those words that I barely I understand. Yeah, I noticed ambient occlusion a lot. Uh, All I really want I, is good frames and good aliasing. Just, just aliasing. really aliasing. Uh, 
Oh. All of the yeah. aliasing. I mean, I just don't I just don't want to see the jagged edges everywhere if if preferably unless it's aesthetic. It works better yeah, like on course, older games or horror games, but like <clears throat> I do like my my smooth edges. And it looked it'd be mm-hmm. it'd be weird for <clears throat> God damn, I'm having trouble here. It'd be it'd be weird for uh Overwatch to look jagged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. I don't know. I think that especially if you play it uh higher resolutions, well, anything above ten eighty P anti aliasing is, is sort of Unless you're like really playing on a big television or something. Right. Like Once that. it's high enough, the uh you're just, it's such a high resolution you won't be able to see them. <clears throat> God damn. I mean I, my eyes are bad, so I can't see them even at 1080p. <laughs> so it's like whatever. I didn't I didn't notice a difference. That's in, why you play CRPGs. Yeah. I literally didn't it's, notice the difference between HD and standard definition games for <laughs> like a half a decade. <laughs> and I will never be I, I will never believe in like the difference between like people can see like in the room with Andrew when he when the realization was pro- I think I think it was like a conversation with me where he properly realized like you're not you can't see video games <laughs> you're, yeah you're, we are playing uh, you're playing we're games playing, like, at a distance on a couch without glasses because <laughs> you don't have glasses and your eyesight's oh, horrible yeah and I didn't were, know I needed glasses and so you were still this. better at platformers than me <laughs> Well, because I spent my entire life playing this way. Like, I needed glasses since I was young, but I spent my my entire life not having them. It was, like, Um, blowing your mind when you got to see graphics for realsies. Yeah, it was really funny to... It was really funny to put glasses on and be like, oh, oh, you can, like, see details and, like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, uh, (laughs) yeah. but I'll never, I'll never believe people that are like, oh, I can see the difference between like 4K and 8K, and I'm like, no, you can't. Shut up. I'm gonna like, <laughs> no, punch you, you in your retinas. Not, like, not you can't, when you're playing you the game, you can't. Which is the only no, time it no, should matter. You might notice it on like a video, on like a movie, like on a movie level, where you're, you're like, oh look, I can, s- I can see a tiny mm. crab moving in like the distance of that beach. But you're not. You cannot tell me. You're gonna be like, oh yes, now they look human. Because it's 8K. It's like, shut mm-hmm. up. This and it also looks like, perfectly it detracts, fine. Like, it detracts from the experience. If you're like, it's be, it's a, be, a worse movie if the director well, has to worry about it the It does crabs. detract because games can't yeah. actually run at like good frame also rates that. at those high resolutions. So they look yeah. like shit. And you're like, wow, this is weird. How come this game's running like ass? That's, I don't get it. And it's like, well, you wanted a 4K experience, right? Here it is. It, here's it, 30 frames in glory. You'll take like, my 1080p at 60 frames per second from my cold dead ends. <laughs> it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I've played, I have a PlayStation 4 1080 Pro. 60, it, 1080 60 is nice, but it's most mandatory for like first person. There's so many genres where the 60 just doesn't matter that much. Yeah. Like I have horror, uh, survival horror games. It's like, all right, I don't even know. Is this running at 20? I can't no, even tell. No, I I will I will argue that to death. If it was not for the fact that I, I tried when I was playing Visage, there was a moment where no, I mean, I mean, uh, third person survival horror. I'm oh, like, I, I can't tell what the frame rate of this is. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'll first just trust person survival horror is but important. Yeah, I specifically is, said tried... first person is where sixty matters. Oh no, many 60, years ago, no, ugh, many years ago, I, I tried hundred and twenty hertz on a CRT, and and I'm still recovering. <laughs> it, I'm still Go recovering. Ahead. Like. It's so like I know I know how it, basically from then on and I've played I've played on higher refresh screens since then, but I, from then on I have I've known how f- 
good it feels to play action games on on a uh, on high frame rate. It feels really good. But I feel like I sw- when I switched to Overwatch from 60 to 144, I don't think I noticed. That's not true. You didn't uh, notice? If, if you oh, didn't no. notice, it's because you're either yeah. your monitor isn't doing actually 144 or uh No, I know what it is. What? I know what it might be. Uh there's input lag the on, on Overwatch <laughs> in in uh, a lot of characters. And uh what? What what you, character no, you, you notice it? You would notice it immediately. Like if you're using 144 mm. versus 60, you notice it almost instantaneously that you are suddenly have if way more frames to work hit with. Scan, you don't like, notice it as as easily what? anyway. Even if you, you don't, don't play a hit you don't scan, notice if you, it based on movement. You, yeah, you would more, notice uh, it based on movement. If you look up and down, mm. you would immediately go like, oh, like I, there is a huge mm. difference. Like if I play on console, I immediately am like, oh, something's wrong. This is not okay. But that's like, no, at least it, for me, that's not why it feels nice. It's not the it's movement. Not? Like oh, I feel, I feel that I know what you're referring to, and I can see that. But I also know people who say I don't notice that, uh, and I, that's they what Keith liars. is saying. Uh, that's what Keith is saying. But what I, what I, what I'm saying that feels nice is the snapshots and the sort of reactive little corrections right at the end when you click a button, and it's all so fast and so fluid because it's high frame rate and the distance between you moving your mouse and the screen actually changing. It's it's very little. It's it's very reactive. That's what feels good. So if, I think that if you're not playing, if you're not playing anything that's hit scan or first person, or at least specifically hit scan, and 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 mouse, high frame rate doesn't matter as much. It's not that it doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter as much. Like I play, mm. for example, I play racing games at sixty frames per second, and I don't notice any. Like it doesn't matter. I've, uh, I I have an eighty five uh, hertz screen, and I. I've tried it with 85 hertz. Yeah, doesn't doesn't change anything. I mean, it's not a big difference, but it's like almost 50% more frames. But it doesn't It's, it's it always doesn't really weird from... just trying to figure out what people won't and won't will and won't like notice in something. I know the thing is I notice it, but it doesn't change how well I play for one, and it doesn't change how much fun I have. Well, like, and the I, reason I for that is because to, racing... I sat down to watch a movie with Stephanie and it was in 4 by 3 but it was stretching across my monitor and I couldn't figure out how to fix it and I kept fiddling with it. And I can tell she how to fix it. and she didn't understand what I was doing because she didn't see anything wrong with the movie. But like the movie what? was four by three and stretched across sixteen by nine, so like everything was tell. wide and it, it meant nothing you. to her. And also like the TV downstairs has frame smoothing turned on, and I hate it. Ugh, and it's like, terrible. And what's especially distracting is when they watch animation. The animation will be at its normal frame rate until the moment uh, it has like a panorama, a panoramic like scroll. Oh, and then that scrolling jumps. animation is suddenly at like 120 frames per second. It feels like, and you're like, Ugh! like it, it feels so yeah. weirdly seasick and gross. And but yeah, like all the movies and shows they watch are like at high frame rate, smoothed and stuff. And it's like it's really gross looking. And I'm like, but no one, yeah. I don't think anyone else notices it's even happening besides me. And I'm like, I don't. So how to? And how any? I don't know how anyone doesn't notice. Keith, how to change? How to fix the weird? aspect ratio on movies uh, if you're watching it on a computer you need to use media well, player classic i was specifically watching it on a blu-ray player plugged into my monitor 
Oh, that's yeah. This is where things get messy. It's like, why doesn't my yeah, monitor have a before by three setting? Like I couldn't find like, one. Why didn't you just steal the movie? What's wrong with Media you? Player Classic <laughs> is so good. It has so many features, and one of them is that you can resize the display, and you can just do like you remember the old CRT televisions. I think modern day monitors do the same thing, where you can just change the width and the height and all the things. Yeah, you can do that with the the numpad keys. It's shortcuts, but they work. Use like eight and five and four and nine, and it does all manner of things. Everybody should use Media Media Player Classic. I think we were watching like a, I think it was a DVD of The Lodge or something, and it was like, please fit the screen. No. Uh, but every everything these days is online, so nobody uses software uh, anymore. The Lodge is pretty fucked up. <laughs> it's another one in the forest, isn't it? Uh, it's, um, I mean, it sounds like it is. <laughs> it's, uh, God, it's really hard to talk about without spoiling, basically, but the, uh, a mom, no, it's a, it's a father that is remarried because their mom committed suicide and had, there's, there's two kids and a tree. He's trying to make, he's trying to get the kids and the, and the new mom to like bond and, uh, mm. They end up they're they're going they're gonna have this vacation at this lodge and he's got he and he's he they all they're all gonna be there for like a, a weekend or a week or something and it's getting snowed in and stuff. But the uh the dad has to do some deal with something for business, so he's gonna be he's gonna be showing up a few days late, and so they're they're alone with the mom with with with, the, with their not mom for a few days. Not and this is a good setup. I like it. It's so, like so they're stuck with this. They're stuck with this this person they barely know, and I think you're kind of ready for it to go one way, where it's gonna be like, it's like ah oh, something's wrong with this woman or whatever. But instead, it's kind of the other direction. But uh, mm. there's the there's there's a uh, there's the implication that it's like an others territory where like they're where they all where they might all die in a gas leak, and there's like this purgatory shit going on. But it also might be it might be certain characters fucking with other characters. Like it goes, it just goes in weird, distressing directions. It's like a mm-hmm. fucked up gaslighting horror movie or something, where where several where characters are questioning what, the nature of reality and whether or not what's happening is even happening and so on. Seventy four percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. And the, the wow. some of the horror comes from that idea of like a character potentially going to distressing lengths because they don't think they're actually alive and so on. And the and things that someone might do when they when they think that they're in that oh, state. Oh, that's really cool. It's just that's it not just, something it's I. Just, it's just a nightmare. That, <laughs> I don't think that's very common in in horror, like playing with a a character thinks they're dead, so they do weird shit. It's not a, it's not a trope, I don't think. Yeah, it's it's a bit of like yeah, like others and Beetlejuicey type stuff going on. Beetlejuicey, uh, uh, yeah, and, and a number of something twists. on Twitter about that. Well, because be, Beetlejuice using Beetlejuice, right? No, oh, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Is it Kung Kung Kung? They have to deal Beatles with a really annoying clown ghoul uh, because they died by driving off of a box bridge, a covered barn-colored box bridge. Oh, that so we it's have. after death. So it's after death. It's the uh, in yeah in, uh, Beetle, in Beetlejuice, this couple kinda. drives off a bridge and dies, and then. Uh, a new family moves into their house, uh, and then in a weird Tim Burton afterlife, they have to deal with this irritating clown man that kind as they like continue to haunt 
the house that they previously lived in before they died and so they're kind of interacting with and fucking with the people that moved in to replace them but they're also navigating the weirdness that is the afterlife and it's like it's and it's beetlejuice is not horror at all it's just weird <laughs> i mean like, it's tim burton so. it's almost more the world than a story like just the bizarre steps happening with like learning about this weird afterlife while also dealing with these like a weird series of like musical numbers and surreal sections and there's definitely some body horror and like vision it's like it's like dark crystal horror where it's like it's not supposed to be a horror movie but there's like images that will like haunt you if you see it when you're five like it's the dune but <laughs> fun like remember the as, remember, as, like you've seen it right andrew yeah i've seen beetlejuice do you see it as a kid uh no well i guess technically i watched it as like a teenager i'm gonna say like doesn't it fuck with you like seeing like the guy's face get stretched and stuff like that like I guess, stick the, but stick the I, fingers I'm in trying the to eye think. sockets and stretch them like a clay doll, and you're like, ah. yeah, it it was weird, <laughs> but I think uh, it I think I had I went in with a really uh, I so before I watched the Beetlejuice movie, I had already seen the Beetlejuice cartoon, oh. um, and that cartoon is, is a lot, is it's a, a lot. lot. There's there's a lot going on there, and the thing that really scared me wasn't like. Even in the Beetlejuice movie, it's not the body horror. It's always those fucking like those sand snail or sand worms. Those oh, things yeah. are fucking the scary, sand man. Worms. Yeah, those things are terrifying. Um, and like it, even like the protagonist, which is Beetlejuice, who is I guess like I don't know, like on three levels above Satan and God in terms of power. Like he's just kind of a, a an unruly demon of hell. Um, <laughs> like even he is terrified of them so like they this these worms are like the top de facto of this universe that is already just like so kooky and crazy like a nightmare before christmas style world and like the fact that like everyone's like wow this is crazy and fun and there's just this a uh, presence in the background of like yeah but don't go outside <laughs> like don't they're, they're just these striped worms they're not great don't go don't go out there um, it's i'm just now real, i'm looking at tim burton's filmography i'm not realizing i have never seen a single movie of his that's i mean it's <laughs> probably possible after a point it's all bad anyway yeah i was gonna say it's not like you're i don't i wouldn't say you're missing out i think not there's even like a batman specific... returns which is the one that i got closest to watching really yeah. bat nipples you missed out on the bat I did, nipples i did watch yeah was it for Halloween or something? We re we I re I watched as uh, Edward Scissorhands for the first time recently, and that was. But that's not a horror movie a either. Trip. I thought that was a horror movie. No, he doesn't. I don't think he has any is. horror movies. Yeah, he doesn't do horror movies. I was just no, not, That's most, what I was looking like, into. It's all horror adjacent. It's all hot topic. Yeah, yeah like uh, yeah. Sweeney Todd. It's all hot topic. Yeah, hot topic. it's all it's all goth. It's all <laughs> grim, dark, but not horror. Like Batman Returns. Well, some of them are really fun though. I really like. I, I had fun with Edward Scissorhands, and I, I really like uh, Sweeney Todd and uh, and Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is Tim Burton, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He hasn't I made know anything the imagery. good for like, a I, I looked it up, time. and I was like, oh, that. He did Dumbo. Apparently, that was good. Uh, that's impossible. <laughs> is it impossible to be good or impossible to... There's no way Dumbo's good. It. What? I heard something about it being good. It I've wasn't never, good. It's a, uh, it's a okay. Disney D remake. Dumbo, They're all so yeah, bad. Uh, the, the Disney remake of Dumbo really cut out like a lot of the emotional core of Dumbo in exchange for speak. a really... 
Oh. Yeah, but in exchange for like a really quick, um, it's just a sad elephant story. movie. Yeah, no, it's no, just a yeah, you're, that it's all coming back to my memory. It is that is exactly what I saw. It wasn't that it was good. It was that it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> that the original, that the original Common one was mistake. Good. Yeah, the opposite of what I was saying is yeah. true. <laughs> no, but I, I was, yeah, thinking, no, I was I, like, wait a second, but you were so insane. close. It, it's the on the other side though. No, I got. I think. I think the video I saw of somebody reacting to the new Dumbo. Uh, what stuck to my memory was that apparently the original Dumbo was pretty awesome, and it had like all the subtext and whatnot. And I was like, "Oh, look at that!" Because I, I also have never seen any Disney movie apart from, um, Baby potentially. Is Baby from Disney? You know what I'm talking about. What happened, Keith? Disappeared. Oh, I that just, was creepy. I just couldn't wait to use the restroom anymore. <laughs> oh, that was super creepy. Because <laughs> that was super creepy. I thought it, my internet Sorry. had gone down or something. <laughs> oh, do you like start asking questions directly to me at the worst possible timing? Yeah. Yeah. No, I Oops. just, I just was like, it's just, I, I gotta, I gotta find a chance to use the restroom, and I keep being like the, like in the conversation. I just gotta, I just gotta. Bye. <laughs> All of you a sudden, I was before. very aware that I was, I'm sitting down at one. 15 a.m. <laughs> in front of my computer here in Portland. Alone. No, I just Alone. I don't usually announce it because usually I just get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> my crime has always gone unnoticed. My my greatest yeah. crime was that time I got away with just sitting down and eating my entire dinner. Like it arrived and I got it and I ate the whole thing while you guys were talking and, no, and at no point <laughs> was it really noticeable that I that I had like excused myself for like 25 minutes and was just sitting here listening. That is pretty That's impressive. Why San Francisco sucks. Sacramento, California. Yeah, that uh, that time that you're referring to was when Andrew and I were talking about that why one. San Francisco sucks. I was trying to learn more than. Yeah, this is the second. This is the second time oh, I've been no. like called out. <laughs> I failed. <laughs> you have failed on your stealth. This, check. this plan is plan is you collapsing. Have a, a three. But yeah, there's a. Uh, I'm surprised you've never seen a Disney movie at all. I don't think I have. I think he just doesn't Maybe, watch movies. I don't want. Yeah, that's that's true. But uh, I'm just up, thinking like there's a lot of Disney movies. Like just, but they don't show on television though. He hasn't They're seen Star stingy. Wars. Remember? Never seen Star Wars. That's true. So you never yeah. seen like, a single Marvel movie. You never seen a single Star Wars oh, movie. No. Never seen. I might have seen a Marvel movie. And you've seen a Disney not, movie, but not since they were acquired by Disney. People just don't watch so, movies. Also, that yeah, like with Burton uh, his ADHD and stuff, like he just doesn't like movies. What? Yeah, I like movies. I just don't. Like, I for mean, me, I, the Disney I thing don't is like that... movies for a different reason than most people don't like <laughs> because movies, he don't but... like art. <laughs> no, that's not like true. Across the board, like, like, they, this, they last. Very you're little. not One Piece. I mean, they're making they don't a last long action One Piece. For me, the the thing about Disney movies is that. A lot of the movies I watched were they 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 showed up on television and it's like 90s television where you have the channels that are on TV and you have to you know you you watch what they are there there's no like cable or anything um for me anyway so that's that's how they works and Disney never never uh show or they they never showed Disney movies on television so I never saw it. No, not uh, they only show Disney movies through the Disney Channel uh, or yeah. pay-per-view, I guess. But yeah, Disney doesn't really like let public broadcasters air their stuff because that's not how you make money. 
And that's a big divide. I think there's a big divide in at least my generation between richer kids and, and poorer kids because poorer kids just, uh, they just didn't go to the cinema. And they certainly didn't have cable. So Disney just didn't reach those people. <laughs> and they would be like, oh, but but look at all this advertising for Cinderella and for Ratatouille or whatever, whatever was the movie of the year. And I would see that advertisement and I would just figure, well, that that's a thing, I suppose. <laughs> I never knew what it was. Like even things like... Um, Snow White, for example, which uh, the movie came out, uh, you know, when I was very little, I think. But um, but like every every time I would talk about Snow White or growing up, uh, people would always associate it with the Disney version. But the one that I watched when it was on a VHS tape that wasn't Disney <laughs> and it was just a different, different Snow White movie, completely different from the Disney adaptation. And that was Snow White for me. I knew the story more or less. It was just completely un, completely disconnected from Disney, which is good enough. I I like that. I that's part of what was so nuts head. about their exhausting approach to copyright is the fact that like they themselves uh, have a long history of using other people's stories and all their stuff. Yeah, like their whole history well, was like using uh, a public domain Hans Christian Andersen fairy tales as like the basis of their entire career. Was that uh, was that pre or post? Uh... And then they keep extending copyright so that the that the uh, so the mouse will the never go mouse. into the public domain. Yeah. And it's like, but you're you exist as a company because you were taking stuff from the public domain. You can't fool Let's me. See. When will Mickey Mouse... Is, is it that... Mickey or Mikey? Yeah, I was going to say, that's uh, Disney did that post-Walt. Because Walt Disney Mouse. didn't ever want that. I don't know. Um, is it not? Because Mickey you know, Mouse. Uh, I mean, why not? Just keep it calling. Um, yeah, I was going to say, that's... Uh, likes I remember, Mikey um, likes it. The whole point of Walt Disney using public works was because it was that was the point was that you wanted to share fairy tales and you wanted to share you want he wanted to like bring these classic tales to an animation medium for more children to to enjoy. It wasn't to like I don't know to own everything under the sun. And so like I think it was like post his death they were met with this uh terrifying fate that all they owned was co like was public like all the all they owned as a company was going into the public domain soon and so like shit disney hasn't made anything uh since walt's death that was you know that was like that was worth keeping around before it became public domain again you know like they needed that money from their licenses or from their movies uh and so they were like oh make it so it's longer guys now it's a 75 years after the author's death Instead of 14, which is an insane fucking jump, but I guess they uh, paid Congress enough money because they did it. Apparently in January 1st, 2024, it will go in, into public domain. But of course, because it's tied into trademarks, uh, it doesn't matter that it's public domain. Uh, you can still make stories about Mickey Mouse, but it's just... Or Mikey Mouse. You probably have to call it Mikey Mouse. It's, do you know do you know how it's said in Portuguese like in actual how you know how the in television they say it Mickey Mickey fire <laughs> Mickey mouse no, it's not Mickey I'm mouse Rato Mickey 
it's it'll be interesting i'm I'm curious because like there we are reaching we're slowly getting to that point now where uh a lot of uh, disney's works are going to be entering the public domain unless like they somehow push it again and i think if they push it again it would be too far it like at this point you would end up having like i what is it the uh because it'd be over a hundred years yeah after it's, the it's death 95 of an right now which that's that's fucking stupid that's stupid that someone gets to own something 95 years not, after their death they get another lifetime of ownership of something no i don't think so i don't uh, think it's not in that it's not after the death because uh didn't didn't walt disney die in the 60s uh yeah walt disney died in 66 yeah it's not it's not 100 years 66 yeah so if it is so it's either the it's either 75 years or the life of the author plus 50 years so yeah whatever um, comes after yeah whichever which yeah whichever uh whichever number is higher um those numbers used to be a lot smaller 14 it was just 14 no no weird stipulation it's just look you made something it's yours for 14 years after that it's mine now fuck you (laughs) like it's it's not mine it's ours well true just it's thinking ours. about the world is if like marvel and star wars were public domain so anyone have, could, the thing is anyone extended could just, universe like anyone could it's just do whatever they want with it like sherlock it, exactly no one, people it, like, wouldn't be so fucking exhausting and annoying about canon because there'd be yeah, 500 parallel universes they would, of it. they would absolutely they would, would still do that. They would say, they, like, no, it'd, only it'd these are the sexual, definitive editions because there was written by a guy who wrote yeah. the original movies or whatever. It it would be stupid, but we could all be, like, dismissive and pedantic about it. Like, okay, whatever you say, weirdo. Like, all of this what? is public domain. It doesn't matter. I honestly um, think that a copyright law should only apply to small time develop to small time properties basically if as long as you're they meet it the, the moment you get you make it like big nah no more copyright for you you made it shut up <laughs> it's mine now it's like no 14 is years that for money you. not under my watch <laughs> <laughs> give me that that's, uh, no because really you need to that's you, enough if, of if that. it is if it is if the law is there to protect or not to protect but to incentivize the originality be- because it is, you know, it's incentivizes originality because it uh, gives a protection to authors that whatever they make, they're going to earn something out of it. But the, po- the point is, if you make millions out of anything, whatever, whatsoever, you don't need protection anymore. Should- there's no protection for you anymore. And that's what it should be. Not the other mm. way around, like Disney does. I don't know. But- I, think, I think it's fine. Like, if you look at, I don't know, say like Harry Potter, it made most of its money within that 14-year window. Um... Well, but like, the thing is, so the, she technically side, made uh, she technically made a huge chunk of cash before her copyright would have gone to public domain in that in that example, but I think, uh, I that's true. I, yeah, I think the problem. I think the the bigger problem is that uh, people want to make, um, I guess li- like basically people want to live their entire life off of one success. So you know, like something like Harry Potter is such a like a accident it's like a, a mistake of human proportions it should have never <laughs> everything gotten the she's way made it was. sense is so bad yeah exactly like Harry she's Potter. not it's it's not that she's talented it's that she accidentally did something that created this this wave of p- 
hotter. But it's term. not just hers. I don't though. know what you call it's it. It's everybody. But everybody who's a fan is also responsible for the success of Harry Potter. Well, yeah, but that's irrelevant. The point is, is that well, well, she shouldn't be able to live off of the creation or the success of one property. Like it's not as if uh, Mark uh, Mark Twain lived off the success of one book. He had to write a lot of books, and even then, it wasn't what you would call like. It's success today. It was like, ah, yeah. he has enough to buy like a stupid shack in Louisiana or something. Good for him, but I guess. The thing but, is, you can live uh, off the success of a one book. A single you book should of not, Harry Potter You should is good. not be able to live off the success of one book. No, no, that but is like, not if you a sell normal... a couple million copies of any book, you're set. What? Well, yes, but again, <laughs> that's not... You don't need to work not, a day in is, your life anymore. <laughs> yes, but I'm saying that that isn't the... That is not the average. Generally speaking, that's true, most yeah. people do not sell well even close to a million. They don't even sell yeah, well yeah. to half a million copies of a book. So the they idea most, that most you Most writers would, don't sell basically anything to even leave, to live off well, of the yeah, books. Yeah, most art is not profitable. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's the thing is that... So copyright law being that long is kind of... Con is like stupid. Because bad, why, yeah. why would you need to own the rights to this book you made for 75 years when it's not going to do anything for you in those 75 years realistically speaking again it's just if you look at the innovation yeah, don't, and, and don't and look at the outliers don't think about like well what would happen to harry potter if anybody can make a new harry potter i don't know probably the same thing that happens be when better. you let the crazy girl It'd make harry potter stuff garbage it, you just have a, be better a, a deluge of garbage but, harry potter isn't the best thing there is. I'm, I'm not dissing well, it's anybody the best thing she's it. ever made but no, well, the thing uh, is like but i'm the, saying the, like it's not it's i don't i don't think I don't it think isn't famous removing. because it's better than the other stuff. It's famous because it struck a chord in the public's consciousness and because the advertisement worked out and all the things. It's it's a set of conditions. It's not because it's the best thing it could be. It's because, no, it's because people kids, like it. Kids didn't know about uh, good. Like, yeah, but it doesn't. That doesn't. Stories. That doesn't make it worse. It it is what it is. But if everybody, well, yeah. if, if there were more people contributing to Harry Potter, it would be better. Because then you would. Well, people start do to get... do that already. It's called they fandoms. Yeah. They just yeah, make fan works. Absolutely. It's just. So, it, but the the thing is, like, people just can't sell them, and like that's the it's a joke of like what Fifty Shades is just a a fan interpretation of Twilight or something, and yeah, so like yeah. oh, it's that's just not someone a joke, who couldn't. That's literal. Well, but I'm saying it's yeah. like the 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 joke is like she had to like rename it because she couldn't legally just make a weird offshoot Twilight thing because like that it's in the it's like stuck in copyright litigation for set or lit, uh, ownership for 75 years where i'm mm -hmm. sure twilight would already be in public domain by now when did the fucking twilight books come out um high school it wasn't that long it was ago. a while ago it was yeah it wasn't like, the 2000s it was like 2005 yeah. so yeah just, i don't know uh more or less yeah she probably could have yeah she probably could have just waited just... and made a shitty fucking yeah, she published twilight them all online book. as like snow queen ice dragon it was it was just it was just like a, it was called Masters of the Universe and it was a bunch of extended stories about Bella and, and uh, Edward except he wasn't a vampire <laughs> so it was just the power oh, no. dynamic stuff and all the distressing elements and then they just uh, yeah she just renamed it <laughs> she just renamed all the characters and then published so, it as so, books and, and she was close it came out in 2011 so she had just waited a couple more years. Uh, and maybe maybe spend some time fine-tuning this garbage she could have released <laughs> i don't she think she's complaining i think she made more money than twilight ever did probably but that's probably. besides that doesn't change the quality of something making money doesn't mean it's like it's not going to be a stain on your life forever um 
the the idea is that uh you know she could have waited okay rudiger that's my mouse she could have waited for a couple more years and technically like twilight would have been in the public domain and she could have written what she really wanted to which was a another twilight she could have made an alternate reality twilight called it twilight omega and now it has bdsm stuff in it instead of whatever the regular twilight has bdsm light stuff in it i don't know um <laughs> so i i don't know it's it's just funny to think about the idea that like <laughs> it's funny to think about that 50 shades of gray will be tied I hate the name of this author but will be tied to the name of this person for like almost a hundred years like that's just i don't know it's so stupid in that particular so case dumb. it might be for the better i i don't think so i think we're missing out we're we're as a society no. we have gone downward <laughs> because we, we can't just we keep can't going publicly... it's just it's shades all the way down like we just need to keep going into more and more layers of fan fiction well, with the yeah, serial numbers I mean, fired, filed off think think about how much better we would be if we could all create our own 50 states of gray novel we could all contribute to this universe we can make a universe where what's his name <laughs> i don't know the main character guy, guy. christian gray oh that's why it's called 50 shades of gray so that christian gray <laughs> uh that so that way he can uh i don't know he could be an elephant and stomp around the 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 jungle with other elephants and anna can be a giraffe that loves him i don't know it doesn't matter the <laughs> point is that you could have crazy derivative works or continuations of this and someone can say like the second book actually doesn't exist it's mine now <laughs> and it, it would be fun it would be a lot of fun to see what uh media would look like if there was a lot more access to it rather than this like weird stranglehold and horse beat death and milking going on like i don't i don't know you just see you just like look at uh look at the list of things that disney owns and it just gets longer and you keep thinking like oh good one day this list will just be bigger than all media ever created <laughs> and it will all be owned by this company forever in theory they just keep pushing the date back more uh it's all the long con know. so they can put the entire world in the disney vault that's what it feels plan. like i i can't wait until like all of the star wars stuff goes in the disney vault like it's gonna be a fun day when they're just like oh by the way you can never buy star wars again <laughs> and just like close that vault in and then people are like wait i didn't want that <laughs> i was like wait no bring back the george lucas thing it was fine when he was making weird copies at least sometimes people sold the old ones again oh it's that was always such a weird aspect we're just going to take some of our stuff away every now and then. It was a lot less w weirder than what they used to believe in, which was that you're not allowed to put anything on VA, like anything on home video. They used to think that yeah. putting uh, any Disney movie on home video lowered the quality and the brand recognition of their products. Because yeah. home and, video and ownership was for the poor. By making all those directed video sequels. Well, that was after someone came by and said are you aware of how children work because let me show you how children work they love to watch the same shit until it burns their retinas off so what if we just gave them retina burning content on a massive scale that they could just own and then some rich guy was like fuck what if they had to rent that it? guy has thoughts i can't think do what he think 
And then they did that. And now Disney sells everything from VHS to T-shirts to, I don't know, probably socks of their product. And that's why their brand is so strong. What do you strong. mean probably socks? Yeah, of I don't course know. socks. I don't go to a Disney store. I don't know what Disney sells. They probably sell people at this point. 35 bucks or a like pair. Animator 1, Animator 2. You could buy animators from the Frozen series. Here they are. Just take them home with you. They'll make Let It Go in any, I don't know, <laughs> art style you want. I don't really know what Disney sells <laughs> at this saying? point. I, it's, I don't know, man. I'm Andrew just saying the point is, the point is, is that, uh, is that Disney, Disney was on the track uh to never sell to never having a vault until some jerk showed up and made it exist and that guy was albert einstein <laughs> all right well we're clearly losing our minds see you guys next week <laughs> all right albert well that albert, was fun uh, albert einstein will be on stage there's a stage appearance. play of 50 shades of gray what the fuck who made that why would you do that <laughs> What is the point of the, the musical parody? How do you parody BDSM? That doesn't sound safe. Is there like a... All right. It's called Spank. Oh, I mean, okay. According to BDSM people, that movie isn't accurate to BDSM in the first place. I thought, isn't isn't it just about two people shouting at each other until someone gets off? Isn't that what it is? <laughs> just screaming at a boner. Oh, yeah, right. just like that. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye.